What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Thursday Night Roski, the second longest running episode of program here on YouTube, despite the fact I took a vacation. New, 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 new world order. All right, we back in here. How's that bracket going? Oh, the humanity. All right, Virginia. And Arizona, two classic bracket killers, that's for sure. Oh, the humanity. All right. I'm glad I didn't do in my coach's bracket. It would have been just absolutely devastating right now. Oh, the humanity. All right. Shout out to the college hoop basketball gang out here. And uh, what a fun time. NCAA tournament's great. Virginia, Arizona getting knocked. <laughs> oh, the humanity. Of course. You know, uh, we got a great show today. Seven reasons why you should never chase a woman. And, of course, we got some other things here. Uh, this kid can go. Uh, this is dating advice. Uh, this is lifestyle advice. This is the free agent lifestyle for life. <laughs> and there are some men who watch our show and be like, Coach, man, so, 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 so where am I supposed to be women? Where am I supposed to do? Sit here and hold my Johnson? Rub one off? Squashy with the lotion? What am I supposed to do? Sit in the, sit in the corner? Sit in a dark room with a light swinging back and forth? Rocking? No, that's not what you're supposed to do. But we're going to get to that in a minute. And I hopefully we can get to it quickly. But do me a favor, hit the like button before we should do it. Before we do it, before we do it. Uh, he says, where's Lamar Jackson going to the Ravens? You're absolutely right. <laughs> They're going to the Ravens. All right. The Ravens uh, set him up for failure. Uh, a quick sport take. The Raiders, uh, the Ravens have set him up. Um you know, he has a mother for a manager. Black woman, black mama can't sit her ass down. Oh, his mama is his manager. Jeez. I mean, agent. It's absolutely reprehensible. I mean, they basically put a franchise tag on him, allowed him to be a free agent. And what they're going to do is no other team, no other team is offering him anything above and beyond market price. And then whatever any team sets at, at market price, the Ravens are going to match it offer match it and he stuck back with the Ravens he's put himself in the pickle and he ain't never <laughs> he ain't never gonna win a Super Bowl I mean it is what it is but uh when you have your mom as your agent this is the type of shit that happens but anyway uh quick sports take right there uh so anyway he's going nowhere uh and he's gonna not make the money that he wants to make he's gonna get franchised again he's gonna make a good salary get injured and that's that where are we at, man? We got a great show today, and uh, let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. Dollar Sign CGA live on the Cash App. Coach Greg Adams TV on Venmo and PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, and also you can uh, super chat on the Notorious new, new, CGA new, new channel. And let's get to those super chats. Shout out to Jewels C back in the building. Jewels C in the building. Thank you, man. All right, shout out to Albert Wesker says, chase peace, quiet, and freedom, and women will come naturally. All right, it is the opposite of what you have been learning, and we're going to talk about that. You're going to see it in live and in living color. Anthony D91 says, what up, CGA and the coach gang, the reprehensible Virginia and Arizona kill my yob bracket. Give me the buzzer. Let's give you this, too. By the way, there's only, I think it's a uh, point, I think it's point one. Uh, I think it's 0.1% or I think it's like, like it's less than less than less than what is it less than 10% or less than a percentage of uh brackets that are per uh, perfect at this point 
actually got to do the math myself. I breezed over it. 0.17% of brackets that are, that are, so it's less than, oh boy, it's less than a percentage. All right. It's less than a percentage. All right. We hanging on by a thread. Most of these brackets are done by, um, yes, most of these brackets are done by people like they put 50 brackets out. <laughs> All right. They put 50 brackets out. So you can't really tell. He said those are the referees, right? You can't really tell what brackets those are because it could be somebody just making 50 and putting in, you know, whatever team. You never know. All right. My fan is not on me, but it's all good. But um, let me see. Johnny Quid, shout out to you for your sp- co sponsorship. He says, for the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund, a shout out from the United Kingdom. Shout out to the coach gang. Shout out to the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund. It is doing fine. And uh, we might be ready for a major, major battle. Bob says, Coach, where am I supposed to find women? Where am I supposed to find women? It's tough. These hoes don't want me. I want them. I want a little bit of stank on my finger. It's the old adage here. Uh, So we're going to tell you sometimes they will tell you you'll go above and beyond the call of duty and put yourself in simp mode. Then you end up like Russell Wilson. You end up like Russell Wilson. And and look, um, I, I said this the other day. I said, Russell Wilson's in an abusive relationship. And you know who, who is his abusers are? You know who Russell Wilson's abusers are? Black women. I mean, that's who they... They are literally setting this dude up for failure. They are the first ones, as, as a matter of fact, BET on one of their Twitters or Instagram. Let me see if I can find BET. Black women are setting this dude up for goofy failure. I mean, they using this ass like a slave. Let me see if I can find BET. Like, they will not let Sierra lose this goofy-ass ninja. I mean, it is black. Let me see here. Check this out. I found the Twitter. Black women are abusing the shit out of Russell Wilson. It's sad to see, man. It's a sad damn thing to see. Check it out. Uh, This is from BET. Now, um, you know, BET's probably consumers are probably, you know, probably 90% women. I don't know when the last time I ever watched BET. And here it is. And it says, BET, y'all mad, huh? Deal with it. We stand behind you, sis. At Sierra. What in the? All the humanity. BET has took a position in a great debate of marriage and the great debate of what what you would call the gender war. Look, I could see Areola there. I could definitely see Areola there. Look at that. That is unbelievable. They took a position. And you know whose position they took? Not y'all ninjas. Mm. Wow. Man, I tell you, man, even when I see shit like that, I'm like, dude, it's over for the community. It's an absolute rap for the community. Not that I thought BET, um, not, <laughs> not that I see uh B, not that I see BET as some sort of savior or intermediary between black men and women, but the reality is they're not supporting healthy marriages. They're support supporting the Jezebel spirit. All right. We teach you about the Jezebel spirit in which the weak King Ahab allowed Jezebel, even though he was the king, allowed Jezebel to run Russia over his empire, embarrass him. And he would do anything to keep the Jezebel, despite the fact that everybody looked at it and said Jezebel is the problem. 
And until the bitter end, Jezebel held on to her position, even when she got trampled by horses and flesh consumed by dogs. Many black women have professed to be Christians. They profess to be Christians. I mean, Christianity in the black community is absolutely reprehensible. Lukewarm Christians, as I call it. They want to play both sides and they wonder why black men are leaving the church. They wonder why black men are leaving the church. They wonder why men don't want relationships with these people because, look, I'm telling you, the same people asking about relationships and telling you to be good to them support Sierra out here being a Jezebel. Man, I man, it's sad. It is sad. So he's in an abusive relationship, and Sierra's not the abuser. It is the black women that are pushing Sierra to continue the thottery, and he's held hostage. He has nowhere to go. You know what I mean? Because he doesn't want to be the villain. He doesn't want 50 million black women. Now, 20 million black women pointing their hair weaves at them. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. Let me check the PayPal's and the Venmo and the Cash app. What a reprehensible time to be alive. We got our man, Mr. Emilio. He says, what watch do you have on today? Well, sir, I have the uh, TSO PRX automatic. All right. Shout out to you. TSO T-I-S-S-O-T. All right. And it is the P. I thought it was the P90X, but it is the P-R-X automatic. All right, shout out to you. You see it, bling, bling. Ain't no bling, bling. It's a basic watch. Uh, appreciate you, man. Mr. Webb in the building. Shout out to you, salute coach. Thank you for being here again and again. Mr. Russ Wood in the building. Shout out to you. Thank you, man. And my man, Mr. Johnson, G. Johnson says, free agent lifestyle for me, coach gang. <laughs> For life, for life, man. We got PayPal action in the building already, I think. I think. I think. Yeah, P90X is an exercise program, all right? You know, I work my word association. Sometimes it's not that good. Remember P90X? What happened to P90X, yo? P90X was everybody was on P90X. Man, what happened to that? I'm pretty sure they just changed it. Then they changed it to, like, Beachbody. Then they just changed the name. All right, Maryland guy says just buy, he says just buy our pickup course for nine hundred and ninety nine dollars, and we he says we'll have you pulling nines and tens all night long. You can be in a wheelchair, you can be in a wheelchair, right? An electric one too, nine ninety nine, and you will have a mastermind. Yo, Mackin will be unbelievable. As a matter of fact, you pay me nine ninety nine, and I ask you for pickup lines. I approach nothing but hog beasts on the street and tell them that you're my type <laughs> right off the rip. Like they don't have to do nothing. All right. The woman just showed up. Oh, my, you my type. You exactly how I like it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Boy. I mean, I can't tell you what. Oh, Beachbody, I think is the company. Oh, man. CrossFit happened. Yeah, people started doing CrossFit. CrossFit came on like crazy. No government name. Coach, you had me dying on your marriage points lately. The sad part for men is that you won't know how bad marriage is or can be without going through it. Oh, man, that is true. That is true because a lot of guys, not my girl, Coach. My girl loves me. We have the eternal love, and she told me she'll never do those things. As a matter of fact, she gives me peace leave when I want it. Actually, I have to turn her down. She gives me so much sex. What are you talking about? Sexless marriage. I can't even imagine. And she's sitting there. Yeah, I can't even imagine. 
I can't even imagine doing something like that. What do you mean women file for divorces? All he has to do is act right, and he's been acting right. We're going to be together forever. We're going to go the long game. We'll never break up. Our love is like no other love, and you just don't understand. All right, the story of basically Romeo and Juliet. Our love is like no other love. Our love, it can never compare to anybody else's love. We have real love. You don't know. You've never had a love like this. I never had a love like this. You've never been. All right, my love is we going to the top of the world. The top of the world. I know you. <laughs> real, real soon. I want to take you somewhere. And if you don't mind, I thought of you when I alone. I think you'll enjoy. Sit back, relax, relax your head. I'll take you to the top, top of the world. I'm going to take you to the top of the world. <laughs> oh, baby, baby. That's you, man. Y'all ninjas be, we on the top of the world. We ride cloud nine. You ain't never know. You ain't never know, man. <laughs> All right, man. They be out here telling me, you don't know what I'm talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. But see, the reality is most men got, most men got to go through it. You hard-headed. You know what I mean? You got to go through it. You got to see the fuckery right up in front with your own damn eyes. And trust me, trust me, when you see your girl flip, you're going to be shocked. <laughs> Have you ever had that happen where your girl flipped on you and you just looking like, you looking like, oh, the humanity. You're like, damn, is this shit happening? Is this the same bitch? <laughs> like, you bitch, yeah, bitch. You be like sitting there like, this can't be happening. Like, are are you serious right now? Are, are you serious? But you don't want to mess it up. So you like, hmm, is she messing with me or what? <laughs> she completely flipped, do a 180 about face going the other way. And you're like, oh, and you'll never figure the shit out. You'll break up. You'll go through a bitter divorce. You will drag each other. And five years later, you might get an inkling at what really happened. Yeah, you don't want to ask her question. You'd be like, man, all right, I ain't going to say some shit, <laughs> but <laughs> she'd be on demon time. It is crazy, a complete flip. And as they say, as they say, all men, all men get married hoping their wife never changes. Most and all women get married hoping their husbands will. Inevitably, both will be disappointed. Yes, indeed. That's how it works. The girlfriend you have the love with today, that's Stephanie Mills' love. And I never knew love like this before. She says, open your heart. The love that you have right now, the love that you have right now, that shit is going to flip right on the head. You, you won't believe the shit. This shit is going to like turn at the drop of a dime. That shit is going to skirt. You can be like, holy moly. And she'll be completely out of love with your ass. <laughs> You'd be like, um, what happened? The woman that that this that that then you were sleeping next to you, 
she was sleeping next to you. When she flips on you, you're going to wonder how you how you ever slept next to her. You was like, I literally. <laughs> he said like a light switch. I literally you ever see dogs. We just messing around. You ever see dogs and you see a dog put pull their belly up like this and they'll be like, you know what I mean? And they give you the belly. That's a trust position. The dog is saying I'm comfortable with you to expose myself, you know, my my protected areas. I'm 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 protecting this. You, I'm giving you my belly. OK, so that when a dog does that, they trust you. OK, that's a, that's a trust sign. Now, you used to fall asleep next to your girl like that. And every night for however many days, weeks, and years, she never stabbed you. <laughs> she never stabbed the damn. She never stabbed you. She let you sleep like that. She looked at you. Oh, look at my man. Look at my man drooling. Look at him snoring. She didn't stab you. She didn't expose you. She didn't have one ninja run up into your watch house and stab you. Now, the day she turns on you, is the day you think about how many days you lied there vulnerably and went to sleep next to this mother sucker. Because mm. <laughs> she trying to stab you now. She's sending assassins after you. She's sending social services after you. She's trying to delete your monkey ass now, right? She's trying to get after you. She's trying to cut off your genitals. Like you was like, I used to eat. I used to lie vulnerably next to this bitch, mm. right? And now. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Now, she didn't rose up like, hold up for a second. She didn't rose up like, I'm about to get your ass now. She like. <laughs> and you like try to fight for your life like what did I do she like what did I do you like what did I do trying to kill you trying to kill you <laughs> like what the fuck alright anyway man you gotta watch out I know dude you got a girl sitting next to you you laughing you sniggling you looking at your girl and you like, coach, man, I don't see it. This woman loves me. Like, she's always on me. She wants to touch me all the time. She wants to cuddle. She she never stops communicating with me. She gives me the peace leave whenever. She'll never do. Not her. Not her, coach. Not her. It was just you. It was just you. You listen to like. And that's you. Not me. Not this woman. Yes, her. Ninja. You're going to be looking at her one day, and you will be thinking, you will try to remember. I swear this has happened. <laughs> Look, I'm going to share the story about Tom Brady. You'll try to remember, and this is me right now. He said famous last word. This is me right now. Because people will ask me, like, what's going on? Like, you know, I don't even remember sleeping with my in my marriage. I never, I don't even remember it. I can't even remember more than three times. And I was almost married 10 years. Meaning I don't wipe that shit. Like the memory of the ex has wiped out the whole timeline of the marriage. I don't even remember. 
I'm like, who did we actually have sex? <laughs> like, mm. I don't even remember having sex with this person. I'm like, did we actually even like the whole, the whole few years then wipe the fuck out? I'm like, was we even together the whole time? Like this person was a bitter enemy of me my entire life. <laughs> I look at her now. I look at her now and be like, wait a minute. Who are you? Memory erased. I don't remember. I remember at least two times. We had to have it twice. <laughs> we had to have had it at least twice. I don't remember much. Yeah, you repress the memory, you put it back because what happens is, guys, if you go through something with 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 a person of an opposite sex in a bad breakup, the new memories, the old memories get wiped out by the new memories. The new memories is nothing but bitter hurt and pain <laughs> and trauma, right? It's all of that. And then every day they fuck around on you, like mess around with you. Every day they done wiped out the previous days. They just erased them. There's no way you can ever look back. It's crazy. They just completely erased you. <laughs> they just And this is what you have to understand. If you are a person going through a breakup and you feel a certain way, male or female, uh, you want at least the person to be in a better position and you want them to remember good times. You don't want them wiping. You don't want to use your time wiping out all the good memories and replacing them with the bad memories. You don't want that. You want them to at least look back and be like, damn, I remember the time when we fell in love. You want them to at least remember the time. But no, nah, some people are just such a wreck, you know, where they don't understand the, the more it's kind of like when dudes break up and they stalk their girl, they slash her tires. <laughs> you know what I mean? They they do all these things or vice versa. The girl breaks up and then um, she throws bricks through your window, slashes the tires, take you to a temporary restraining order. She doesn't she doesn't realize that do, by doing that never is going to make you go, you know, maybe maybe you're right the entire time. You know what? Now that you slash four of my tires. I realize, <laughs> I realize, guess what? You write all the, you were right all along. You were right the entire time. I, I now get it. Now that you threw a brick through all five of my house windows. You know what? Now that you drag me to court all the time, I now realize what I did to you was absolutely wrong. <laughs> but people think the more they do to you, the more they going to get some sort of, vindication or they're going to wake you up and realize that they are they're the victim no you're you're actually one causing the harm so anyway yes the girl you're sitting next to if you're listening if you're listening to me right now the girl you're listening the, the girl that's sitting next to you right now one day there's a 90 percent chance one day she gonna screw you over mm. who believes me who believes me? <laughs> yep. There's there's it's like almost a guarantee. If you're under 40, it's almost guaranteed 90% chance that she going to screw you over. It's all, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And I'm being nice with the 90%. It's a almost certainty. I know dudes are like you looking at me scared? You looking at your girl? 
<laughs> he said, come on, coach, my girl here. And I hope she's listening to you. I hope she's listening to you. If you're cohabitating or in a marriage or an engagement, there is a 90% chance she about to screw your ass over. Now, when she's going to do it, I don't even know, man, because I, I can't. But it's It's coming. <laughs> it's coming, dude. Just get ready for it. What you need to do is get ready. But And so when you get ready for it, you can be like, oh, I knew this shit was coming. But it's coming. <laughs> he says it might be tomorrow. All right, that rug pull coming. Now listen, and now people are like, this is not true. The statistics bear this out, man. It's a 90% chance that the shit is going down. It happens all the time. All right, Um. anyway. Oh, and somebody just mentioned this. They're planning it for months. By the time it happens, it's been in motion. This is the scary part. Now, let's just say, because there's women like, well, what about when we get screwed over? And I'm going to say you probably instigated it, but that's neither here nor there. Because women don't break up with men. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah, women don't break up with men. They 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 hand you the scissors and then you do the cutting. All right. But she's planned it for quite some time. Like the exit plan has been initiated. You know, they like to leave like it's a James Bond movie or a Mission Impossible movie. I talked about this even with the Andrew Tate, right? They don't just be like, you know what? I woke up today. I felt some sort of way. And then you found her packing her bags and shit. And then she had to call her mom. Mom, I'm coming. What do you mean, honey? Why are you coming now? You know what? I woke up and I felt some sort of way. Oh, okay. All right. I'll talk to you when you get here. <laughs> they have careful planning. They have the escape hatch. They got to set the bear trap. They call the authorities. They have the video camera placed. They have the simp enforcer sitting in the car around the corner, her new boyfriend. Okay. They have her sister, her cousin. They have her mother, her mother, your monster-in-law. They have the kids ready and packed. <laughs> and then they press the button like, and then everything moves. They have the attorney. Everybody online, everybody start moving. Yep, the divorce lawyers, everybody start moving. She pressed the button like, and then you say, the f is wrong with you, bitch? And then boom, she's like, there it is. That's all I needed. And then everybody start moving like toy soldiers and shit. Everybody start moving in line in sequence. She better scheming things than Buddy Ryan's 46 defense. She's sitting up there like, <laughs> she got the place to stay. She got the new lease, the apartment. She got the boyfriend. She going to be having him pipe him down. You can, we can pipe. <laughs> Lights, camera, action. Everybody, take five. Click. Let's go. Just like we practice. Ninjas on top of your roof coming in. SWAT coming in. Police have been informed. Nine one. <laughs> <laughs> All the long, guess what? You boot, you abusive, you controlling, you're manipulative, you're a narcissist, you a bruh. Mm. Now, I want one person in here to tell me I'm lying. Everybody's telling you right now. You see kids pack, they shit packed. She got lunchables and snacks for your kids. She got a new school. She know what county she moving to, Ninja. 
she gone and you sitting there like hold up you trying to catch up with mother suckers you like wait a minute hold up for a second oh yep hey dude i never swear to swear to god i went to marriage counseling this is an inside story i went to marriage counseling and it happened to be a session that went left so much so that i was like man this is terrible i fired my marriage counselor okay but we happened to we happened to drive there together and the shit went left. Marriage counselor said some crazy shit like, oh, I have a secret, but I won't share it to you. I already told you that story. So I get back in the car. But it happened to be that her parents were in town. Okay. So after the session, I don't know where she made the phone call, but we get in the car. We driving home. Dead silence. Dead silence. We didn't talk at all. But basically, I was like, this shit is over. I park. We drive up to our our apartment, we lived in an apartment. We drive up, her parents are in the parking lot. Her parents is in the parking lot. I pull up, I noticed the car, I was like, damn, they didn't even live in the state. But I knew they were in town, but they didn't live there. They're in the, they're in the parking lot. I drive up, park, she gets out, I get out. She doesn't say a word to them. I go around the car, and the dad was like, well, you know, shit just doesn't work out sometimes. I was like, what? What? He was like, well, you know, it was been, it was a good ride. Shit don't work out. You know, it, that it is what it is. Have a good life. And I was like, what that mean? Ninja was set up. Shit was set up way before the counseling session started. That You know what I mean? The shit was already planned. It was lined up. By the time I got home, he knew way before. They knew months before. The shit was, the shit was planned. And so, damn, I was like, wow. And they were already, because they weren't surprised. They were like, hey, they weren't like, what's going on? What's going on in y'all's life and marriage? What's going on? He didn't say none of that. He was like, well, you see what I mean? This is how I tell you, man. They set that shit up way before you even know. And the previous night, she was cuddling with you. The previous night, she was like, I just want to work it out. The previous night, she might have even opened her legs to you. You see what I mean? But other than that, and that day, I moved the hell up out of that place. I left. Because I, I went back into the apartment. They left. They took her and left. But the funny thing is, y'all want to know, I had my shit packed up already. <laughs> so I already knew, too. I had my shit packed up in the closet. I had copies of my kids' birth certificate, copies of my kids' social security number, their report cards. I had everything lined up way before that anyway. So all I had to do was pack up my clothes and pack those boxes up. So I was already ready to go, too. So anyway, <laughs> it is what it is. And that day have been a blessing to me to this day. Best damn thing that could have happened to me in my life. All right. In my life. So anyway, crazy shit, man. I have my shit already ready because, you know, you she, you know, when shit goes left, uh, a lot of guys are in denial. A lot of guys were in a lot in denial, but not me. I was like, mm, this shit going left. I can always feel it, man. I can always feel it. Look, you guys, now, just put in the chat, 
just because people think this is just me. Put in the chat. I know you guys have been doing it. Put in the chat if some shit like that has happened to you. Just put it in there. Put in the chat and let these guys know that it's just not me. Because there's a lot of dudes that are like, man, that's just you. You just this and that. You did it. It was your. This shit happens to every single. This shit happens like clockwork. It's And please, plus, trust me, I've been doing this uh, content creation for five years almost. And I've been uh, separated for 10 years. This shit happens to just about everybody uh, on the men's side. It happens just like that. And then we get caught blindsided and we don't, tra we didn't, we didn't, we don't trade secrets, right? A lot of times we think, damn, it's just me. I won't tell nobody. If I tell somebody, I might sound hurt and bitter. Well, I just won't talk. But now we get to share these stories. We get to trade secrets. And what we're finding out is the same shit happened to you. It happened to me. And as some dudes are going through it right now, that's the beauty of this space. It's the beauty of this space, and it's the beauty of men like me and of the other content creators that have the balls to speak about it because I show vulnerability. I show when I fucked up. I show when I got fucked up. A lot of content creators running around here like they perfect, and they're less than. They're not perfect because we know it happens to them too. But now that we can share, now a lot of dudes are like, man, you too? Oh, my God. Same happened to me, right? This is the beauty of this space. This is not we this is not uh something that uh because a lot of content creators won't share these stories. Some can't share these stories, right? But it's a now that we know and we can share this, what we do is now we say, ninjas, you up next. Cause <laughs> we're not alone. It's happening, dude. They got a script. They got the script and they pull, they pull the plug, and then they do the same shit to everybody. Same damn story. So listen, if you're in a situation now, good luck. But at some particular point, he says word for word, the same, no cap word for it's a planned execution of the mail. And the best thing they've had for them for years is number one, the court of public opinion. And number two, men didn't talk. That was the perfect storm. Men were afraid to show this vulnerability and share these insights. It was the perfect. And then, of course, they could just say, well, he since he's not talking and sharing, he obviously was the one who was wrong. Nah, we ain't going for that no more. We ain't going for that. We can tell y'all for real. <laughs> My girl, we can tell y'all for real. This shit is planned. They know it. They have it planned before you even know about it, bros. Yep. This is called the bait and switch. We got to get we got to get back to the show. But uh, we got two more super chats. Angel says, he says they got the choke mark pictures that they took when you asked, when they asked you to choke them. Yep. They already got the evidence, whatever they need, the screenshots. And when I say evidence, it's evidence that they manufactured. It's not legitimate evidence. They got the screenshots of text messages. They might have you yelling in the background. They might have a picture where they put some makeup on. We showed you the woman hammer. She took a hammer to her eye to claim that something happened to her. They got they got the choke marks when you uh she she tie me up, put the banana in the tailpipe. Then she taking pictures of her booty hole bleeding. Dude, I've seen it all. I've seen it all. There's nothing that I haven't seen at this point. <laughs> all right. Anyway, 
Shout out to AJT, coach. I spoke to a close female friend from college a few weeks back, and she told me her escape plan from her boyfriend of three years down to the text messages she would send me if she did it. These women ain't ish free agent lifestyle for life. Yep. So the, she even got the text messages ready to go to send to you. Somebody just said they're bored and delusional. You guys got to understand. When it comes, because we, we're kind of often consumed by other things. Like when it comes to relationships, this is primarily a woman's thing. We actually commit to them to give them sort of what they want. And we kind of do this. But you have to understand, women all day think about relationships. All day. This is what they think about. Every day since they were five, six, seven, ten, doing castles, looking at bride magazines, finding a guy, thinking of their dream guy. They've been thinking about this. When they finally get their dream guy, getting his ass to commit, go down to altar, marry, have kids. This is their life. Us, we just want some pussy. That's what we want. That's all we want. We just want to get that. So however we got to do, whatever we got to do, whoa, whoa, how can I get that? That's all we want. And maybe some kids out of it. All right, I'll get y'all take some kids. That's all we want. Them, they're thinking about orchestrating the relationship, how it's going to work, how they're going to feel, where it's going to be, when it's going to come, how it's going to end, what's going to happen. This is what they think about all the time. So it doesn't surprise you that when they think about getting into one, how they think about getting out of one. That's their life. That's it. Forget about these damn careers. They ain't thinking about that shit. Even when they at their job, shooting off emails, doing project managing, they're thinking about relationships. They're thinking about theirs. They're thinking about getting in one. They're thinking about getting out one. That's what's going on in their mind. And it's been going on in their mind for a long time. You know why? Because it really matters how they eat, how they survive, how they have shelter, how they have kids how they protect their kids. That's that's their number one priority. So that does involve drama as well, but that's what they think about all day long. Not us. We ain't thinking about that shit. We thinking about football, baseball, NCAA tournament, Super Bowl, uh, booty, uh, peace leave, titties, little titties, razor titties, uh, prune-sized titties, balloon-sized titties. We thinking about the girl next door. We thinking about... We thinking about our job, not getting fired from our job. We thinking about going on vacation. We think <laughs> we thinking about barbecue. We think it's barbecue in there. We think about cars, our dream car, how to fix our car. We think about getting some money. <laughs> like we got a whole bunch of shit. Hobbies. We thinking about buying something. Ward, how not to get shot, how not to get beat up, how not to get beat up looking at another dude's girl, how not to beat up looking at another ninja too long in the eyes, like <laughs> how to protect our girl, how to protect our kids. We thinking about a whole bunch of other shit. They thinking about one thing, their relationship. Their relationship. We thinking about the collapse, financial collapse, bank, how we going to get our money out on a bank run investments, retirement, taking care of our kids, sending their kids to school. <laughs> right? 
That's what we thinking about. But them, they got one thing on their mind, their relationship. And that's their whole thing. So when the shit ends, it's a big old event where multiple people have been involved and notified before the shit hit the fan. You ain't told nobody nothing. You haven't even told your mother your relationship is rocky. You're like, I'll work it out. <laughs> you haven't told your homeboy nobody. And then when she executes Order 66, you're sitting there stuck on stupid. Stuck on stupid, and you're about five months behind at least minimally, sometimes five years behind. Anyway. <laughs> it's crazy. That's why you ninjas always on your heels. When the breakup come, you always on your heels, man. You trying to figure out what you shuffling the entire time. You like stammering, stuttering. She like, damn, she doing this, she doing that. It's already it's already in order. It's already written. You just now, she just now throwing the punches. All right, JC says she did me just like that, coach. That pain is real. And what we want to know is what we trying to tell guys is now that we know, you guys should be prepared for it. There's no secrets anymore. You should be thanking me. Any guy coming in here trying to tell me that I'm off on my uh, off and any woman coming in there, they're just preventing you from me telling the secrets. I'm the dude that's spilling the beans. I'm spilling the beans and I don't care who or what stops me. And you can't. Because I'll find another way to get the information out. It's too late. All right. I'm spilling the beans, ladies. Gentlemen, I'm spilling the beans. I'm giving y'all life-saving information. <laughs> this information that will save your life. Because when it hits, there's nothing you can do then. All right. Trust me. When the information, when, when the shit hits the fan in your relationship, there's no stopping it. It is a bull in a china shop. Don't call me up when the bull's tearing off all the china. Hey, uh, coach, uh, yeah, uh, so she executed order 66. Uh, what do I do now? You're on your own. How did it end this way? On your own. You fucked up now. I can't do nothing. <laughs> it's over. Enjoy. Hopefully, she stops tearing up your shit without tearing up your whole life. Good luck. But I should, I I warned you. <laughs> Talking about what do I do now? Oh, you asked out. Ain't no stopping her. Nobody can stop her now. Nobody can stop her. The only person that can stop her is her. Or Mr. Lucario, because he has some game for you on how to stop her from doing it. <laughs> All right, man. Anyway. Too late. It's too late. Y'all better, you better beg and plead to the symphony. You better hope and pray. You better start doing, but ain't no, nothing's stopping her. Don't pull out your Johnson either. Don't pull out your BBC. Your BBC don't matter no more. She already got a ninja. She already got a ninja guy, a bigger BBC than you. She already set that up too. Yes. <laughs> Somebody said, <laughs> she had to do with a bigger BBC right now. Waiting for her. Your BBC ain't going to do nothing. Your masculine frame ain't going to do nothing, bro. <laughs> All right. It's a Rapsky. Where are we at? Let's get to the show here. Five million renters behind on their rent. It's a Rapsky. 
and you might be asking me, coach, how many people actually rent in America? All right, we're talking about 44 million renters, 44 million roughly people who are renting facilities. At this point in America, send it. Y'all ninjas in trouble. All right, more than 5 million households still behind on rent. Still, that's that's behind on rent. Not the ninjas patching their rent together, barely making it. The average arrears is more than $2,000 as of February. Renters in the United States continue to owe nearly $11 billion in rent. It's a rapsky for a lot of people, man. They ain't going to recover from this for a long time. I would say 10 to 20 years. Okay, 10 to 20 years. This is a significant thing with monthly two months, two more months before the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services ends the three-year C-19 public health emergency. More than 5 million of the nation's household remain behind on their rent. Altogether, tenants continue to owe $11 billion in rental debt between during the first two weeks of February, all right? On average, the renters owe $2,000. Fortunately, the public health crisis led to the creation of another number of new protections uh, for struggling renters, some of which remain in place. All right, so it don't matter. I don't give a shit, man. Look, we ain't even got the student loan thing back in order here, but we got to have evictions going crazy, um, especially if there is a little bit of problems with the bank. Uh, You know, buckle up, guys. Tighten your belt. This is why I tell you, no dead weight right now. Yeah, your rent, I forgot. Your rent is due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. There's going to be a lot of people looking for a place to rent. A lot of people are uh, uh, rest their heads. I wonder if they have this down by gender. I wonder if they have this down by gender. And you can know these strong and independents out here. All right, these strong and independents, man, they be out here late on their rent. Okay, so now we have another situation here. Another strong and independent older woman. Look at this piece of work. Look at this woman right here, man. Man, the piercings and the shit. Look at this haircut. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. This is terrible. Oh, the humanity. There's some dude. There's a black dude plugging this for sure. I know, brothers. Uh, She says, cost of living. I eat once a week, but I can't let my six cats go. Rare. She only eat once a week because she got to feed six kittens. My goodness, a pet owner. I mean, this is how you end up people eating bugs and crickets. A pet owner claims the cost of living crisis means she sometimes can only afford one meal a week. That's a lie. That that got to be a lie. Look at this woman. Remember, I used to say, you know, um, you know, at some point, they start eating the dog food. Next thing they, you know, they might be even partaking in the dog at some particular point. This woman going to tell me she's skipping meals. But anyway, let her tell it. It says right here, it means sometimes she can only afford a meal a week as she spends any leftover cash, cash feeding her cats. Uh, a one, she's 46. Oh, my God. See, you guys wonder. Oh, the humanity. She's one year younger than me. I know y'all think I look old. But these are the women that think they can get in a relationship with me right here. They'd be like, hey, we're the same age. We relate. Ma'am, there's nothing in your life that I relate to because we're the same age. This is what I have to face on Tinder. 
when I jump on Tinder, these be the bitches on Tinder that want to match with me. I'd be like, oh, my Lord. This is why I go to the junior college. Look at this shit. Look at this. <laughs> these are the women that want to match with me. Lord. A woman age 46 says she's been skipping meals for a year. That's a damn lie. So that she was able to uh, provide for her six beloved cats. The stay-at-home carer from Tottingham, Tottenham, 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 Tottenham. Shout out to the Spurs. The stay, what is a stay-at-home carer? What, is, what even is that? Says she can't let the cats go as she has had them since they were kittens. Captain got her cats when she worked as a personal shopper, another winner here, and could comfortably look after herself and the cats and pay her bills, she said. But she had to leave her job after being diagnosed with osteoporosis, <laughs> leaving her with less money. First of all, this is why I tell you, man, keep your health in order. Osteoporosis is due to lack of getting off your ass. It can be genetic, but you can beat it many times by strength training. Obviously, she's done neither of those things, and she sat on her rump as it got wider and wider. Now she's wondering how she got in this situation. Dude, you guys let your bodies go. It ain't no bueno. All right, she receives an allowance of 69 pounds a week from who? the government, and uh, 60 of which she spends on her pets. She also receives 400 pounds monthly disability benefit due to her osteoporosis. The government, man, I tell you, these people are leeches, which goes to rent and bills. She says she drinks mint tea to starve off hunger and has lost five stones. I don't know how many pounds that is since she has cut down on food. Look, oh, my. <laughs> this just all oh, the humanity. What is that? What is that? <laughs> All right, anybody. <sighs> I don't even want to continue with the story. Let's go to the next story. Selena Gomez. Hey, here we go. Selena Gomez. Let's check in here on a little prime or decline. And I know, man, this might seem painful, but I'm going to clear up a little few things here. Let's go to a prime or decline. All right. Prime or decline is back. Let's take you to Selena Gomez. Hello. I'm so sick of that same old love. I got a thing for Selena Gomez, man. Let me tell Let me go ahead and show you why. She a cutie. You know what I mean? Let's go ahead and show you what she got going on. I tell you, man, look at that thing right there. Look at that. She a cutie right there. Look at that cutie patootie little face. And you know what I mean? Hey, there she go right there. You know, you know, she cute in the face, but she done got thick in the waist. And we're going to clear up what's going on there. I mean, listen, you know, everybody's got their type, but I like them cute in the face. That's for damn sure. And she got it going on, you know, a little MK Ultra Sex Kitten. Look at this little thing right here. Look at that little thing. Hey, look at her. She cutie patootie. All right, look at her. Even Justin Bieber used to smash on that. Even Justin Bieber used to fast smash on that. Ladies, if you look like Selena Gomez, come on up. Come on down. Hold up for a second. Bring your ass. I fold that love. I fold her up like a love letter all in the second grade. 
Yes, indeed. Shout out to Selena Gomez. And she just turned 30 years old. And uh, let's take a look. This is the primer decline game. Let's take a look at where she at now. All right. Let me see here. Let's take a look at what she doing now uh, since we playing. And wait a minute. Oh, the humanity. Wait a minute. This can't be. Is this this is not the same person. She done picked up a couple of stones here. She done definitely picked up a couple of stones. It almost don't look like her no more. We got to do some comparison here. Now, this is what I see now. Gordita. And before you guys go into she's sick and fighting for her life, stop with the bullshit. Now, I do am in aware that she has lupus, which is very serious disease. I did look it up, and over 90% of the people don't even have any worry of losing their life over this, although it probably is inconveniencing her. Not only that, it is said that lupus does either have you lose weight or gain weight. So it is not that she's gaining weight because of lupus, but sometimes a medication can cause you to gain weight. So it is not that she's dying, she ain't sick and all of that stuff, probably. But she's having the situation here. Maybe her medication is blowing her up. But one thing that we cannot ignore is that she is from San Antonio. She is from San Antonio. That's number one. You also cannot ignore genetics. Genetics is a mother sucker. Genetics is a mother sucker. So you're acting like that's all weight gain from lupus. And I beg to differ. That's 30 years old. San Antonio. Genetics. And any of those enchiladas that she hasn't put. Down. I'm just. All right. So, uh, by the way. Selena, because of who you are, you can still come through. I'm just letting you know. You know what I mean? I've had them chunky like this. So, I mean, you're just chunky now. But we just got to do a little primer decline here. I mean, let the, the, the difference is glaring. The difference is very, very glaring. I mean, listen, take a look at this. I mean, this is where we started. All right, how it started. <laughs> okay, right here. All right. How it started, people are like, you guys are being mean. I'm not being mean. I still will take her for a couple of days. I mean, I would have took her for a year right here. Mm. This is how it started. And this is where we are right. This is where we are right now. Man. That is a wall. I mean, that is that's there's no coming back from this. There's no coming back. I don't think I don't think we're coming back from that. Man, that is that's a droppage right there. That is a droppage. So uh thanks for hitting the primer decline. I'm still gonna get, but I know them feet are chunky now. You know what I mean? I know she got them fat bear paws at this point, but look. Whew. All right, shout out to Selena. Anyway, like I said, Selena, get in contact with me. I know Justin Bieber's not in range anymore, but CGA might be. 
I can still handle it now. I mean, if you wait three more years, this thing might be completely out of control where I cannot recover, that I can still have memories of your past. All right, listen. Last uh, show, last one, and we're going to get into the main event after the, doing the contributions here. We do have Giselle Bunchen back in the news again. And this is why you guys think that I'm cold, just like the middle of the winter, right? You guys think I'm cold as hell out here. You think I'm cold on these women. You think I'm cold on y'all. You think I'm cold on the brothers. But there's nobody colder than a Russian winter than how women will do you. And Giselle Bunchen is prime number one. Now, listen, number one, I don't know anything that Tom Brady has done in his personal life, in his marriage. I haven't heard any details. Maybe they participated in orgies and had an open relationship. I don't know. I haven't heard any stories of Tom cheating. As a matter of fact, Tom seems to have been focused on football or at least cheating and playing football, like cheating while playing football. Yeah. The only cheating I've heard Tom Brady do is playing football while playing football, not with women. Right. That's that was his only character flaw. Like he would be deflating footballs on the sideline. That was cheating for Tom Brady. Giselle, on the other hand, has been very questionable in her behavior. And this one takes the cake. It is always the guys that they say do not worry about. That they end up in that dude's lap at the end of the day. All right. So let's go to Giselle. Where's my Giselle gossip? Allegedly, Giselle, not the Taekwondo teacher or the Krav Maga or the Jiu-Jitsu teacher. Now, Tom, sorry, Giselle is reportedly dating billionaire Jeffrey Sofer, her and Tom Brady's neighbor. They will do you dirty. Now, if this is true. This is cold and a mother sucker because that brings a lot of things in question. You got to question shit if you Tom Brady. You like, wait a minute. You like, hold on for a second. Wait, wait one damn wait minute. Wait a minute. Who are you? She tacky as a mother sucker because now you know there were some questionable interactions and shit. Now you got a question every time you was on the road. Now you got a question. Again, remember when I tell you, when you break up with a woman, you might not get the information like, why does women acting crazy? And then five years later, you learn some shit like this. Oh, don't worry. I wasn't hitting. I wasn't smashing him while we were married. I would never do that. Yeah, right. There's a way to do shit. And this ain't it. This ain't it. Even if this is the guy that did this. Even if the guy that did this. See, the whole time you was on the road and she was like, you're never here. You're making me. I'm lonely. She ain't lonely. She ain't lonely. Another dude is moving in on your chick, and a chick is going to act up when another bull is in the ring. When another bull is in the ring, that's when your chick acting up. Always remember this. You might, your girl acting crazy, starting arguments and saying this, and you're never here, and you should be here, and you're like, baby, I got to work, but you should be here. It's because another bull is in the ring. There's another dude applying pressure. And this neighbor was applying pressure the entire time. Now, she threw us off the scent with the Taekwondo teacher, which was a violation in amongst itself because the kids were involved. But look at this shit. When the kids get put to sleep, neighbor come tipping over or she go tip over his house, enter into the back door and get her back door entered in. This is crazy, bro. This is this right here is some bullshit. 
And she's going to blame you the entire time. She got the media saying you selfish. She got the media saying you care about football more than anything. But guess what? Neighbor been smashing all along. Now, let's just say, let's just say somebody comes and say, how you know they were smashing all along? First of all, we not stupid. Don't play us like elementary school, boo-boo the fool over here. What do I look like? Willie Lump Lump over here? We're not stupid. We're not. Don't treat us like we're 21 years old. We know what the hell going on. They was fucking before the bullshit hit. The shit hit the fan. That's that's just the bottom line. That's what they was doing. I don't want to hear, no, you don't know. That's what they was doing. <laughs> All right, please. And then she caused the rift between Tom, and now she out here, she out here uh, doing this victory lap, and now she's out here exposing herself to be the Jezebel that she was. She was the problem the entire time time as we knew this is why tom brady didn't retire the first time this is why tom brady didn't retire the first time because he probably caught wind of all of this shit and he was like you know what i'm going back to football and everybody's like he's selfish nah she was acting a fool and he was like i don't want no parts of that shit yep he knew he caught wind of that shit he saw the title he saw the uh jujitsu teacher he was like damn then he saw the neighbor acting up. Damn. He got to the ring doorbell software. And then he starts showing up at the house. The neighbor starts showing up. Hi, Tom, smiling in his face. All time. I want to take his place. The backstabber. Backstabber. And then they cold do it. it like, like they get into the relationship after the breakup. So now that it's official, the break's up over. She like, oh, we got together now. Mm, nope. Bruh. This is why I say you got to be down and cold on these people. Because when they do it to you, they're going to make you look like boo-boo the damn fool. They're going to make you look like you got egg on your face. They're going to embarrass you with it. Out of all the people in the world that she could be fornicating with, why the neighbor? Like... <laughs> Why that? That's just straight. Yeah, that's just straight up greasy as hell, right? Extra greasy shit. She could have went with anybody in the world. She went the, with the Taekwondo teacher and the neighbor. Greasy and cold as f. Yep, right. Larsa Pippen, same thing. Greasy and cold. They will do you cold as hell. So that's why I tell you. That's why I tell you. Never feel bad for being cold on these people, man. You got to be cold to them because they have no problem being cold to you, bro. Giselle is a piece of whole dog donkey shit at this point, man, for doing that to Tom Brady. Cold as F. Mm. That is cold-blooded. That is cold-blooded. All in your kid's face, too. You know the kids know. You know the kids know, too. See, this is the crazy thing. The kids know. The kids saw it. The kids been part of it. The kids didn't tell daddy. She executed order 66 on his ass, embarrassed him, embarrassed him in front of his kid. And what? Now you sitting there looking goofy. Her mother knew. Everybody knew. The neighbor knew. The, the nosy ass neighbor across the street knew. And now she done rolled up with him. Ah, uh, don't worry about him. He wasn't in the picture the entire time. Boo. Shout out to Deshaun Rose. He says, was watching Rocky 3. Almost missed the show here now. Thank you for being here. Have space. 
will travel. Forgive me, coach. I have simped for a 304 at my job. Best of luck. J-Flow says you're in the zone, coach. All net. This is what the teachings are. He said the dog knew. Nevertheless, thank you for being here. All right, we got super chat capabilities here. What do we got here? Somebody says she did it just like that, coach. The pain is real. Um, you know, turn that pain and that and that and turn that pain into energy. All right, David or Davy Dude says 13 years in the trash in a matter of hours. Happened fast, was caught off guard, house emptied and car taken. Coach tells the truth. Past two years rebuilding. Just need a bed and a car now. Coach tells the truth. Thanks. Dude, they will leave you. They will leave you homeless. They will leave. They will take all the shit up out the house. They will clean out your bank account. Any of these things you do, if if the woman is the on the other side of these things, they will have your ass in jail. I can't believe you had her out there in the street in the rain with the kids. And you're like, no, the kids are with me. Oh, the kids should be with her. Poor kids. But they do this to you, man, and nobody will give a rat's ass. One more thing, one more point of interest here. Because I told you, once she starts bulling a china shop, there's no stopping her. But you know what's worse? When she finished tearing up the china shop, the bull, nobody helping you clean up either. Nobody's going to help you clean up. Your homeboys ain't going to help you clean up. Your homeboys going to be like... In a matter of hours, she can have your life upside down. And nobody will come help your ass. Nobody going to help you pick up the pieces. They're going to be like, man, yep, they'll laugh at you. They'll call your name. Nobody helping your ass. You be lucky if somebody let you uh, borrow uh, their twin, match it, their kid's pissy-ass twin mattress. They'll throw a mattress out. Oh, you needed that? Yeah, I'll take that pissy-ass Twin mattress is better than what I got. They won't let you borrow a towel or a blanket. Nothing. You got you to gotta start all over. When you sleeping in your car, ninjas act like they ain't even know. What? I didn't even know you've been in the car your whole time. They pass your ass up. Oh, there go that ninja. They see you walking to the bus stop, riding the bike, riding the skateboard. They don't say shit. Just trust me. Somebody said, well, so what's the solution? The free agent lifestyle. Buy the book on Amazon. Read it. Put it into action. Talking about what's the solution. (laughs) You better wake the hell up. Prepare yourself. Free agent lifestyle. I wrote an entire book. Get it. Read it. Apply it. Or get caught off guard. (laughs) The hell. Anyway, shout out to Sligo is the sauce. He says one, he's, he says once a week, buy bologna. She eats every hour. That's the woman here. She looks 60 with the cats. Yeah, man. But if you get into a relationship, that's what's on the other side of the breakup. You be lucky. The best case scenario is that she just walks away. Okay. It breaks up. She's like, you know what? I don't like this no more. And she walks out the door. Now, she walks out the door. Now, I'm going to ask you something. How many, now, not hookup girls, not girls that you hook up. When was the last time you ever heard of a woman in a relationship break up with you 
pack her bags, and walk the hell out the door, never to be heard from again. I'll wait. (laughs) She left you alone. She blocked you. She let you keep the towels, her drawers, uh, the soap, the couch, the TV. She said, keep all of that shit. (laughs) Every now and then it happens. Usually she coming back for something. I left the spoons, the plastic ones. Those are mine, mine. (laughs) That is literally, that is literally the, she coming back for something. I left this, I left that, you owe me this, you owe me that. Take you to small claims court, take you to child support court, take you to restraining order court. She bringing a ninja security simp enforcer. I'm here to pick up, I'm here to pick up the sheets that I bought. She always coming back for some shit. You owe me this, you owe me $200 on the rent, you owe me $500 that I I paid you, I paid off your credit card bill, you owe me a thousand. She always coming back. Petty some shit. You give me the plates, give me something. She forgot her gumball machine. You left the CDs. I left my fingernail clippers. You still. She ain't never going to pack no shit up and just walk the hell out the door and be like, forget it. You're in my past. So you better be ready for it. You get into a relationship. You you move a chick in. When it breaks up, she's not stepping off and then leaving shit behind and be like, forget it. I'm going to just move on in life. It's a rare thing it's rare she forgot her dildo yep something or she want back the playstation 5 that she bought you give me that ps5 back give me all them jordans back uh i forgot i left them jeans that i bought you those mine give them back (laughs) so be ready for that that's part of the game that's the best case scenario all right anyway Derek. Choice says, I went to therapy during my normie days. My therapist was an overweight white woman. She talked about her career and her accomplishments, then kept trying to get me to read some books. A complete waste of time. Complete waste of time. Yeah, I mean, but we got, you know, I would love to hear people's experiences with counseling and therapy. I'm very curious about it because some people say it helps. Some people say it was a waste of time. Some people said they got their money taken. Some people said that person was self-absorbed talked about themselves um you know some people said it was a money grab some people said it was a complete success they needed it without that they don't know where they would be you know what i mean it's a very mixed bag but uh shout out oh somebody says do a call-in show chris the rebel quote this is the way of an adulterous woman she eats and wipes her mouth and says i've done nothing wrong this is proverbs 30 and 20, a.k.a. the bait and switch. This is the way of an adulterous woman. She eats and wipes her mouth and says, I've done nothing wrong. You will find this out. The Bible knows. Somebody said it happened to me twice. They never came back. Good. You lucky. Uh, Alan says, I'll be in the family court next week for the first time. Glad. I kept a little extra money for a good lawyer. Baby mama works in the court. Oh, man. He says, pray for me. CGA, CGA all the way. So she works in the court. Boy, that might, you might want to get the venue moved. That sounds like a conflict of interest. 
I mean, she has an advantage if she knows people and people know her in the court. That can't be good. That can't be good. They might have to move the venue. Uh, see if you can get that venue moved. I don't know if that that's a power play. You know what I mean? Because she could spread. You know what I mean? That could be bad news. We got, um, we got, uh, huh. Did I get D will? He says, just found some nuts and broke up with my sneaky and lying girlfriend. Any advice on cohabitating for the remaining three months of the lease before I leave for Vegas? Just leave, get out, get out. If I don't know if you have kids, get the hell up out of there now. Cut. Okay, look, you guys. I, this happens all the time. You got six months on your lease. You got three months on your lease. And you're like, I'll just write it out. One of y'all going to get stabbed. All right. So I hope it's not going to be you or her. But get out. Leave. Leave now. Fumble. Send the rent money back. Pay your half of the rent. Make sure the rent is paid. Matter of fact, if you have to pay the whole rent, pay the whole goddamn rent. All <laughs> right. Yep, false allegations is coming. A pregnancy's coming. Something's coming that's going to tie you in. Get out. I did that too uh, when I moved out of my marital home. Uh, we were renting, but um, I think we had like, I'm going to say probably seven months rent, maybe close to six or seven months rent left. I paid the entire thing. Got the hell out of there. I just paid it. I lived in my car and paid rent. I mean, that's one of the reasons I had to go live in the car because I had the money. People are like, damn, you were flat broke. No, I was I was extended paying lawyers, retainers, paying um, paying uh the rent at the marital house. I was extended. So I was like done. I didn't have an extra uh, set of thousands of dollars to pay for my own place. I eventually did. But um, then I had to pull back from paying the rent over there. But I paid up until the lease ended. The full rent. So there was no bullshit. Because if you don't, that's just gonna add another, that's gonna add another reason for her to be mad at you, right? Or to put her in jeopardy and put her safety and risk. Remember, safety and comfort is big for women. So if that's in jeopardy, you're gonna look bad, right? You're gonna look bad as hell. So you can't have her kicked out, you can't have her getting evicted, you can't have her rent, you can't have her getting put out in the street. You want to have that covered so that they can't use that. Yeah, and I had kids, so they had to have a place. We can't just be like, all right, F you, come up with the rent. And one more thing, I actually did that, and don't you know, I'm telling y'all, I'm spilling the beans. Don't you know, she went in court and said I didn't give her any money after I left the house. I'll let y'all sit on that. Simmer, sit down on that for a minute. Sit on that. I want you to think about that. Think about that. She was like, he left and he didn't, he didn't give me any money. And I was like, <laughs> so I had to go to the apartment complex, have them print out a list, show it. I had to show my bank account because what they were trying to do was get retroactive child support. By saying he didn't give me money. So eventually she said she didn't give me he didn't give me money directly. Then it changed. Well, he he did do that, but he didn't give me money directly. They were trying to get back child support. They be dude, they be on one, man. Dude, and it's not just mine. They all be doing this shit. 
<laughs> they be doing this shit like crazy. It's just a literal, you know what I mean? They be on some shit. No, it's not. They be on some shit, man. So you got to watch out for these things. And so I had to go back, get the statements, show my bank account, show that it came directly out of that account, show that it was paid. And the lawyer was running with it, running with it the whole time and knew the entire time. So you guys got to watch out for that. And people say, no, kick her out. I'm going to give you a piece of advice. Do not kick a woman out of a place unless you have the title on the property. Do not kick her out. If you're renting, get the fuck out of there. It ain't worth the fight. That's going to be a police report. That's going to be a stop with the man bullshit. If you're just renting it and you have no ownership, just take your shit. Have U-Haul show up, throw your shit in the U-Haul, get the fuck out. Just get the fuck out of there. You're going to jail if you fought, if you do that. You're going to jail. That's an instant. <laughs> By the way, Tiger Woods kicked his girlfriend out. Look at where he's at now. Tiger Woods kicked his girlfriend out and look at where he's at now. Dude, girl. And by the way, you guys think um, that you're ahead of the game by being like, well, I'll just kick her out when she's acting up. She's already have a plan for that. She's already planning for you to make a stupid move like that. Right? She's like, kick me out then. And you'll say, okay, you're out. And then you kick her out. She's like, good. Right to the phone. Bling. Beat me 911. Call me on my cell phone. Police be at your door that night, ninja. You guys got to understand. These things that, that you guys do that are reactionary, they already got a plan. You need to play checkers with these people. I'm sorry. You need to be playing chess with these people, not checkers. It's not worth the three, eight, $10,000 to do this shit with them. Just pay it. Get the fuck out of Dodge. Get clear away from them. That's your best bet. Masculine frame is stupid. Masculine frames is checkers. Getting away from them is chess, right? Trying to intimidate them and bully them and do all of this. And I'm going to do this and I'm going to throw you out of the street. That's chess. Your ass going to get ran. You need to be playing I'm sorry, that's checkers. That's checkers. You playing checkers with them. Reacting to everything you do. Do not play checkers with these people. Straight up chess moves. And what? Checkers is a game where you talk shit over the board. Where you be like, I'm doing this. And look, I'm getting you. I'm going to take your shit. When you playing chess, you just sitting there. Quiet as a motherfucking church mouse. Just moving your shit. You do this shit quietly. You do this shit legally. You do this shit with a paper trail. You do the shit and cover your bases and your tracks. That's how you deal with women. You don't deal with them and talk shit and do it out on the loud and do it all intimidating. That's how you're going to get ran over with these women. Sit back, be quiet, make your moves, and cover your bases. Mm. Telling y'all, it's the long game, never the short game. Never kick them out and think you won. You just started the L's. And let them go. I'm telling you, man. Cover your bases. Where we at? And never show your hand. Never say nothing. Don't act. If she call you and be like, well, because she knows you're playing chess. And here's some advice. 
Don't ever think she's not going to play chess with you. She's like, oh, you playing chess? Okay. So I'm going to act nice to you. I'm going to ask you questions. I'm going to call you, see how you doing. I'm going to get info from you. I'm going to sneak and follow you on social media. I'm going to do, they going to say, okay, you playing chess now. Okay, I got you. They don't go, oh, you playing chess? I'm done. I'm, I'm going to walk away. No. They go, oh, okay, we playing chess. Okay, you, oh, I see you smart. Okay, I see you covered. Your, okay, all right, all right. Then she's going to try to get info from you. The info that she gets from you is going to be used against you. Just say hi and bye. That's it. Hi and bye. If you see her in person, only speak to her in person. Never a text message. Do not send her a text message, Ninja. Are you listening to me? Don't prove your case on a text message. See, bitch, I got you. I'm playing chess against you, and I paid off the shit, and I moved away, and I got your shit. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. She texts your ass. <laughs> Red. Everything you say to her at that point is going to be used against you. Everything. I don't care if it was a cordial agreement. I don't care if you said something reckless. I don't care if you said, I'm living better now, coogee sweater now. I'm making more money without you. I'm glad I broke up with you. You ain't shit and you was holding me back. All that's going to be used against you. Don't leave a message on the mess. Don't leave a voicemail. Don't go back to the scene of the crime. Don't go back to wherever you left. Don't pull up. Don't drive by it. She watching to see if you drive by twice. Don't say shit. I'm telling y'all how to win. But y'all weren't y'all trying to prove y'all a man and you proving yourself a lame ass lamb. All right. You're setting yourself up. Don't text, don't email, don't call, don't voicemail, don't nothing. Don't accept process servers, nothing. <laughs> and then what you're going to do, listen, it's still going to piss her the hell off. It's still going to piss her off. You're not getting away from pissing her off. It's that's going to piss her off more. But it's better than you going to jail. It's better than you at the uh, temporary restraining order. It's better than you. She filing harassment for text messages. It's better than it's better than that. It's better than that. Ghosting and pissing her off because you ghosted her ass is way better than the opposite. Now, from there, you playing chess with her. Play the long game. Don't talk to her family, no relatives, nothing. Her relatives, her cousin, her uncle call you up. Hey, man, what happened? Man, I'll talk to your ass in five years. <laughs> right? Sorry, we can't kick it no more. Have a nice life. That's what you, I'm telling you. I'm giving y'all life-saving advice. Keep all receipts. <laughs> right? Leave it alone. Don't prove you're a man. You got a war to win, not a battle. You got a war to win. Not a battle. <laughs> yeah, here. Where are we at? We got KW from North Phoenix again, coach. He says you serve as much needed, you serve a much needed purpose in this day and age. As a 30-year-old single male making 50K a year with no kids, I listen every day. Free agent lifestyle for life, Unc. <laughs> 
All right, shout out to Eugene, says, spilling all the beans over the past four years. I'm telling y'all, life-saving info. Guys, when you get to this point, it ain't about being a man. It's about coming out unscathed, coming out alive. Being a man is no point. Yep, unfriend everyone you know. Both. Yep, unfriend everybody that you have in common on Facebook because they're giving her information. Even if you unfriend her, you know, sometimes there's relatives and cousins and neighbors and common people at the school. Unfriend everybody. Dame Digital, I was on crutches on a torn patella tendon watching my Xbox 360 tumble down <laughs> some steps and a laptop flying out of the third floor window, brother. Wow. Wow. And sometimes she waited for you to actually get injured and then broke up with your ass, acted up because she knew you wasn't going to get up. All right. Shout out to DGC more. Thank you, brother. Thank you for being here again. We got um, speaking. My mind says save $50,000, save $50,000 and don't tell nobody it's your relocation fund. Yeah, man. Be ready for that. Um, If you're in a cohabitation, if you're married, be careful with that. Because trust me, if they find out. They're going to want that money. Shout out to Dante. Dante NG. I know I, I can't pronounce that last name, but shout out to Dante. But my best advice for a lot. Oh, I got a whole bunch of here on PayPal. My best advice for married guys is you better have a slush fund. <laughs> okay. Have a slush fund. If you got joint bank accounts, you better have a slush fund. It's one of the best advices because uh, I didn't have a slush fund. All right. I didn't have like money hidden and money on the side. I was playing it. I was playing it the right way. All right. Thomas Cripps says, keep up the good work, coach, so you can focus on your career. So I can focus on my career. All right. Somebody said, this is pure comedy. Each one of the stories is comedy, even though we went through it. Yep. It's funny to me now. And I could share it. And to me, it's a pure blessing. I've turned this, what I call this is a big parlay move by me. And I know it pisses off a lot of people because I took I'm a big I'm a great learner and I'll use I'll use this information to hold jumpstart a whole different career. I'd be like, oh, what? and then I always tell people everything you do to me is a teaching lesson. Whether I win or lose, I get to tell everybody the bullshit. <laughs> I get to tell and be like, look at look at this shit. And I get to show the whole world, show the Internet, prepare men, write a book about the shit. I might keep doing bullshit to me. I'm going to keep using the damn show. All right. Anyway, this is a lesson. And then every time I do it and I tell people, they're like, that's exactly what happened to me. I'm like, see. And guess what? There's no there's there's no therapist that gives a fuck. Um, There's no uh, Oprah Winfrey that's going to bring men on and say, tell us what happens to men. Nobody cares. No government name. My ex had her parents come to Arizona from Washington State the day I came back from one year in Afghanistan to kick off her plan. Wow. Like I said, guys, the guy comes back from one year from Afghanistan. He shows up. Parents are already there. He's like, hi, honey, I'm home. And she's like, boom. She hit, her, he, she hit him with the nuke. Yep, 
Where's the pastors? Where's Oprah on this one? Nobody cares. You guys are on a fight on your own, man. We got it, man. And trust me, you guys will love that we're sharing this information. We're almost at the main event. Dante said, what's up, coach? Been ninja watching for about two years now. Just turned 21 two days ago and wanted to say thanks for guiding me, guiding me in the gym. He says, grinding the gym at 1 a.m. My man is getting it in. 1 a.m. It looks like over there overseas. Get it in. That's going to be your therapy. Nasad, I'll say that. That's it. Paying some tuition, coach. I got my bags packed right now. Shun, the bait and switch. Been in progress for two years now. We married, lived together, and got one kid and another one on the way. And, of course, she heard this right here. I'm not happy. <laughs> she not happy. I'm fed up. I got my own plans. Free agent lifestyle. Got a place lined up. I'm moving out on a Friday when she's at work. I'm pulling order 66 on her ass, then serving her papers. Thank you for this platform. It is therapy for me. I ain't alone. Hashtag me too. And this is the best thing about this space too, because now we know that 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 it, it's, it wasn't just us. This is a game. And this game starts, this game starts the minute you say I do. This game starts the minute you say, baby, I'm yours. Right? Then this this bullshit, they go, they they have the exit plan ready to go because they know at the end of the day, they could just say the classic court of public opinion shit. He was this, he was that, narcissist, controlling, abusive, blah, 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 blah. Everybody believes it. And sometimes you guys get left out alone, right? You guys get left alone and you're like, what do I do? So now, because of people like me, you can prepare for this. Deadly Ellie, fellas, the wall is your revenge against the girls who rejected you. De definitely. Oh, the minute you put a kid in her. That's why Russell Wilson stuck. You guys wonder why Russell Wilson's stuck? It's because he has a child with Sierra. He, can't, he ain't going nowhere. Child support going to be brutal on his ass. And it's going to be a distraction. So he's just letting it go. How old is Russell Wilson's child with Sierra? He ain't going nowhere. He's got two children with Sierra. He fucked. Yeah, he done. He knows it. And he's like, ah, well. No government name. He says, thank you for all your work. Bought both books off Amazon. He says, you coming out with a more soon? Yep. I'm going to try to put out two books coming out here. He says, realize something else. No wife, no kids means bigger firearm collection. He says, getting a Mossberg 590. Next week, shout out to you, Peace, and I have me a Mossberg as well, but I have a JM Pro, um, and I love my I love my Mossberg uh, shotgun. I love my shotgun. So uh, shout out to y'all. Let's get back to the seven things. Yeah, Blue Chip Mindset coming out. We got to get another book, another two books out at least. Uh, people need this information, right? Seven reasons why men should never chase women. All right, seven reasons. And I know uh, we're going to show you a clip of a young woman. Uh, the reason why I came up with this content or this uh, particular topic is because there's a video of a woman here where a man interviews her, and um, she's going to do and say what uh, you think women want from men. And it says right here, what causes women to lose interest in men? And if you're not in a good position, you're going to do things to not lose a woman's interest. Some women will say, if you don't do these things, you're going to lose me. 
Guys, we're going to tell you why you shouldn't do anything she's talking about on this damn list. Here we go. Meant to lose interest. When you're not chasing her. I know that word is bad for some men because they don't want to chase a woman. Now they want girls to chase them. I don't know why that's become normal. But it's the other way around. You want to make her feel wanted. You want to make her feel like you're going after her. You're haunting her, basically. Because that's how it works. That's how our brains are. That's how our brains are programmed. We want a man to chase us. We want to know that he wants us. Because a man could want a billion women or a couple women at the same time. And there's not going to be a difference. I need to know that you're invested into me so I could give you an be your woman because i want to feel like you want me for me to give you my time that's just how it works a man wants to know he's earning a woman and nobody can lie about that a man wants to feel like i earned this woman and a woman wants to feel like he earned me he did that work that's a traditional woman right there okay that's not this generation you barely find these <laughs> what now it might seem like a good idea and she might seem very sincere. She might seem like a lovely young woman and she might seem like even that she's a passport bro winner, right? You're going over there. She looks like a young little Filipina chick. Oh, she's yeah. But what you're not getting is everything she told you is the absolute wrong thing to do. It's absolute wrong. Everything she says will get you effed up. And I'm going to give you the seven reasons why you should do everything opposite of what she just said. All right. So let me get to this, the reasons here. I'm going to take it down. I do have them up just in case, and I will review them. Reason number seven as to why to not do what the hell she's talking about or chase a woman. Reason number seven is that she's setting all the boundaries and the expectations. And guess what? Not you. And that's you. She's going to set all the expectations and the boundaries. She gets to move the goalposts. She gets to say, this is what I want today. And then when she gets it, this is what I want tomorrow. And then you, you give it to her. This ain't good enough. Go back and do this. This is going to put your ass on your heels. And she's going to move the goalposts at random and thus play games with you. Shit test you. Right. Confuse you. That's just the beginning. You want to set the boundaries, not respond or do what she wants you to do, meaning that she can contact you because you're chasing her. She calls you. She texts you. You're going to respond right away. She sets the tones and the expectations. Now, trust me, we are not saying women should not have boundaries. We are not saying that women should have expectations, but you're teaching her the wrong way, meaning that everything she does, you follow. This is what she means by chase. Never do this shit where she exclusively gets to set all the boundaries and expectations. Now, you'll refuse to set boundaries in this situation because you're trying to get her. You're trying to chase her. Like, you can't put up boundaries when she's ahead of the boundary. You can't set expectations when you're chasing. What you can do is stop chasing her and let her go and say, this is my boundary. And then she has a decision to make. But there's one thing that you have to know, and that takes us to reason number six as to why to not chase her. And that is she already has someone else in mind for this role before you showed up running after her ass, right? So let's just put it in perspective. She wants a man to chase her. You show up in her life. 
You don't understand that she's lying to you. Well, nobody's talking to me. I'm not talking to anyone else. There's no suitors. There's nobody that wants me. I'm ugly. I have low self-esteem. I just sit at home, twiddle my fingers, and study and actually read recipe books to learn how to make the best broccoli and cheddar soup. If you want to believe that shit, you want to believe that shit, I got a bridge to sell you in Brooklyn. That is not true. She has someone else in mind for this role. And then you showed up and she said, well, chase me. The entire time, there's another person that she really, really wants, which is okay. This should be a situation where we shouldn't be like, she has, uh, the women are never single. This is why I won't chase. That's not true. But the person she has in mind is not chasing her. That's the point. That's the takeaway. The one that she really wants is chasing none of her ass. That's why she still has him in mind. That's why she doesn't have him. Matter of fact, she's chasing that guy. That woman's doing everything she can to put herself in front of that guy to qualify for that guy. If that guy doesn't exist, it's still a person in her mind that that is the guy. She has the ideal person and she will chase that mother sucker. She will jump in his draws. If he showed up, you, on the other hand, you're going to have to jump through all the hoops and hurdles because you don't you're not the idea, but she'll make use of you. I'll make use of you. OK, all right. Prove yourself to me. Prove yourself to me. Tell me, tell me, chase me, do whatever I want. Wipe my rear end. Kiss my foot. All right. Kiss my belly. Tell me my belly's the best. Tell me you like this belly deli. All right. Take me out. Take me on a vacation. Do it. Do it. Okay. All right. All right. Giving you the bare minimum. And meanwhile, she has her place setting for the guy she really wants. And he's doing none of those things. She's doing zero of those things. That's what you have to understand. The one she has in mind, she's doing none of those things. And after you jump through all of these hoops, that dude can come in on day 28 and she will suck his balls dry, okay? You ain't doing nothing. She made use of you. And she will throw you and discard you like toilet tissue if that guy ever showed up. This is why you don't chase, okay? The next thing. Now, the chasing thing for her is an ego boost. And she might think, hey, look, I got you chasing, okay. But it also makes her believe this, and this is another important one. This is another important one. Is that if you're chasing and you're constantly chasing, she has no fear of losing you because you're always making your presence felt. Good morning, baby. Hey, can I do something for you? Can we get together? How about Monday? No. What about Tuesday? No. What about Wednesday? No. What about Thursday? No. What about Friday? Maybe Saturday. Maybe the next Monday. No, no, no. Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday next week. What you just showed is there's no competition. See, if you got time to chase her exclusively, competition anxiety is removed. She knows there's nobody else in the way. Now, she has to make use of you because you're super duper available. I respect you. She going to finesse the shit out of you. Many times, if you alert a woman that there's a competition for you, they're going to do one thing, step up to the plate or they're going to they're going to fall back. 
But one thing's for certain, today's women want to know that you actually got something and that will make them step up and chase you. It's going to make her go, oh, shit. Now, if you say, I got no bitches, I'm not talking to nobody, there's nobody in here, it's only you, done. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. You're done, though. No competition anxiety. She has no fear of losing you. You'll always be there like a sucker. A woman needs to feel that there's somebody else. Many women in today's generation feel like if there's nobody, there's something wrong with you. How is it possible that you got no one? Why is it possible that you got texts and time for me every day? If you get into a relationship with a woman right now and you see her every day, you're a fool. You're a fool. You need to put her ass on a schedule. I know you want to get your little salami wet. But you need to not see and be available to her every day at all. That's going to be a L. You might get some fun for two weeks. And after a while, she's going to be like, man, you don't have a job. You don't have another bishop that I need to be worried about. You don't have nothing going on in your life. You're going to put up with my bullshit every day. You're, this is leading you to disrespect. She's going to start disrespecting you. So so you kind of, I'm not saying have a rotation because that for me sometimes is a little bit too much. Uh, There's too much femininity for me. Sometimes it's not better to have seven women and be rotating them and, you know, three. Many times it's just too much of a headache. But, I mean, I've been in situations even on, even on um, the seeking, even on the junior college. Junior college girls will contact me, and she'll be like, okay, this guy's 46, 47. He's somewhat decent looking. All right, he got a nice car. But they still believe they ain't seen no peace. He ain't seen no peace leave like me. I'm probably the best woman contacting them. There's women that go, even in the competitive market where you have a clear advantage, they still come in going, there's nobody better than me on this site. I bet you if I contact him, I move right to the front. Mm. Now, what I do is immediately let them know you're in a race. So what they'll do is I'll tell them to phone me or text me. Okay. They text me and then they basically be like, hi, hey. That's what they say. Hey, and then I say, who is this? And then they'll tell me their name. It's Ashley. Okay, Ashley, what's your profile name? And immediately she'd be like, huh? Wait a minute. What do you mean, what's my profile name? You told me to text you. I'm texting you. But you got to let them know, okay, you're one of many texting me. Tell me which one you are. I don't know who you are. You got to tell me which one of you are. And they'd be like, oh, I see there's competition here. What the? <laughs> what did you think? <laughs> they literally be thinking that they the only one straight up in there. And I'd be like, you got to tell me who you are. You just told me who you are. You got to give me detail. Don't just text me and say, hey, who are you? Which one? Give me the info. Let me go back. Send me a photo. Remind me who you are. <laughs> now a lot of women from that point will skedaddle they be like oh because they thought they were going to come in and call their shop again 
she thought she was going to come in and do number seven, which is number seven. She thought she was going to set all the boundaries and the expectations. Okay, here I am. I'm the best thing for you. I'm the best thing you got. This is what I want. Call my number. Call my shot. This is what you're going to do, Ninja. But then I did this. I said, no, I got no fear of losing you. If you don't do what I want, next. And then when she finds a competition, some step up, some don't. Some step up, some don't. Some fall back. Most women fall back. They be like, oh, because they can't manipulate. They can't call their shot. They can't get you to chase them. See, this is what you guys are doing in your young ages to mess you up. <laughs> and then when they do, when they don't, when when they'll do this, they'll be like, oh, okay, um, I see there's competition. I was like, yeah, uh, so what you're interested in? When they don't text you back because they fall back, let they ask die on the vine. Let they ask die. Then they're going to be sitting there waiting for you to text back, and then you don't text them back, and they're like, whoa, dude, this fine-ass chick, this fine-ass chick in Arizona text me. She's been playing the back and forth in the delay game. Um, she texted me recently after not texting me for a few days, and tech, literally, I don't notice. I don't notice when people don't text me back. It's too much going on in my life. But she texts me back, and she's very good looking. She texts me back. She says, sorry, I haven't texted you back. I've been busy at work. She hit me with that shit. So guess what I hit her with? I was like, hey, no worries, no big deal. I didn't even notice that you didn't text me back. I said that, and I said, how's everything going? Guess what? She skedaddled. She was like, oh, shit. <laughs> she was done. She got the hell out of Dodge. Last time I heard of her. Last time I heard from her. <laughs> Last time I heard from her. And guess what? I'll find another one just like that tomorrow. She immediately is like, whoa. Oh, my God. Wow. Damn. Oh, Okay, oh, shit, this ain't going to be a layup. See, what they want to do is let you, they, she wants to set all the boundaries and the expectations and the pace. I go in and be like, oh, you didn't. I really didn't notice you didn't text me back. But anyway, how's everything going? <laughs> right? And somebody says she on the millionaire's boat right now. Maybe. But at the end of the day, they end up going, I'll take the easy route. And that millionaire is wiping her rear end and putting... Uh, uh, putting strawberries in her mouth and licking her toes. She got a boot licker. She can have them. Have the boot lickers. I ain't going there to lick boots. So, <laughs> and then guess what? After that millionaire turns her inside out, she's going to text me back. Hey, how's it going? I've been busy. Yep. Mm. Millionaires only last for about a week. Millionaire turns her inside out, discards her ass. And then she'll be back next week. Hi, how's it going? Yeah, I was a little bit. Yep, bye-bye. So, guys, man, she ma she probably made a good little $5,000 that weekend. And guess what? There's 52 weeks in the year. She ain't going to make that every year. She's going to be hungry in about three weeks. So, I know this. She can't live off that for the rest of the year. So, guys, I, I hit them with that, and they be like, ah, okay, this dude. 
They want dudes that they can have a clear path to get what they want. Next one. That's reason five. Reason four. You don't chase. Is that she will look at you. Wait, she will never look at you as the leader. You're following her lead. You're following her lead. Remember, think about this. You're going to need me before I need you. There's a million of you. There's one of me. There's few of me. You're going to need me before I need you. Now, listen, in this game, what we call relationships, women often want men to lead, right? Am I mistaken? Women want men to lead. They say men need to step up and lead. But then you're also saying that a man needs to chase you. Those two things are incongruent. Those things don't go together. A man who is a leader doesn't chase. He sets the pace. He's the leader. How does a leader chase? <laughs> now, you want men to chase you to feel good about yourself, but then you also want them to lead when it's time to lead. That can't be both true. You can't have that. He's got to be able to set the tone, the pace, if he's the leader. Leaders do not chase. Leaders replace. Leaders set rules. They set boundaries. They give expectations. They dish it out. Now, you might be saying, but, coach, she fine as hell. You guys got to shed yourself of that. She's fine as hell in pictures. She's fine as hell right there. You might want to bring it down a notch and bring the people that do make an effort for you. They might not look like the baddest bitch, but they're the ones saying you're the leader. I'm in position to follow. If they're doing this, we lead and follow together. There's no two-headed monsters. There's new, no two-headed snakes. There's no two-headed Godzillas out here. There's a leader and a follower. If they want you to lead and follow together and walk lockstep, it ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. So look, leaders never follow. She will never look at you as a leader once you done done all this pandering and shit. And she says, you're mine now. You proved your point. Then she continues to set rules and boundaries and expectations. Soon as you set boundaries, you're controlling narcissists. If you want the woman to lead, chase her. All right. Reason number three, never chase a woman. It's scarcity mindset rarely works. It says really works. It rarely works. This is the one-itis. Guys, we've all been there. If you have a position where you need a woman and you're fearing losing her, um, you know, this might be the one of the best women that did things for your life. I know you think that um, you can never find another one like her. This is actually a false thing. You're going to find hundreds of women like her. If you're in prime position that she's very replaceable, very replaceable. I mean, there I'm going to give it up to you guys, ladies, ladies, you guys are, there's some good ones out here, but damn near all of them are replaceable. If they don't do their job no more, my best advice is get rid of them sooner rather than later. The sooner you get rid of them, the, the better it is. The better it is legally, the better it is for every damn thing. Get rid of their asses. They are all doing the bare minimum at best. And if they're doing over and above the bare minimum, reward them. But for the most part, she's still replaceable. 
every single woman's out here is replaceable. Now she she might say every man is replaceable. If that was the case, they don't. Why do they fight you tooth and nail on the way out? Because they know they're losing their simp. They're losing their host. She can't parasite off of anybody that much easier. But you, on the other hand, there's a whole bunch of women out here, man. Whole bunch of women. And if there's not enough women in your neighborhood or your city or your county, I suggest you get your paper up and get your passport or get 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 a pilot's license, drive, leave your region, leave your region, leave your country. There's women everywhere. There's women in the Honduras that will come over here and break their neck for you right now. Now, it's dangerous to go in there, but there's some five foot two black Afro-Latinas, if you love black women, go to Honduras. They all over the place. Everywhere. Every goddamn where. They everywhere. Boy, there's, there's, there's no shortage of women. You can go to India, Japan. Dude, you can fix it how you want. But a lot of people have a one-itis or a scarcity mindset because you can't move around. You cannot move around. Once you move around, you're going to realize there's women everywhere. And if your bag ain't good, you're going to find out that you got minimum access to them. You got to get something. You got to have something. This whole thing about not having money uh, or using money or leading with your wallet or trap, you got to get some money up. That's going to change everything when it comes to in regards to women. A man that makes $80,000 is richer than 98% of women on the planet Earth. Okay, on the, you're richer. You're in a better position. If you make 60 grand, you're probably out earning 70% of women on the planet. Like you in a better position. Now, if you're in Atlanta or LA or Miami, you're in a worse position. Like that's not the best position for you. Like that's putting you in the back. So now you're like, oh, it's messed up out here. And these women want you to spend $200. Take your 70 grand earning ass per year and show up in India, show up in Bangladesh, show up in Vietnam, show up in Asia, show up in Colombia, show up in Honduras, show up in Mexico. Ninja, you winning. Mm. You winning. You killing them. <laughs> but you in Miami and L.A. and New York trying to make it work. Nope. If you making 250 a year, you out earning goddamn near damn near every woman living the only women living you out earning you there gotta be at least probably at that point there's probably over 100,000 women that are out earning you on planet earth <laughs> you are just smooth killing them you a smooth criminal you got so much leverage and so many options and so much flexibility that scarcity mindset is killing you if you were a good earner and you got a girl, and she breaking up, and you're like, I don't want to lose her. Ditch her. Drop her ass off. Drop her the hell off. Move on to the next one. Go through your six-week drought. You're going to go through a drought. You're going to go through a drought. He said, don't show up in Mexico. Yeah, don't show up in Mexico. You're going to go through a drought. Then you're going to get your feet wet. You're going to roll up in there. Please. You guys are doing so much, but sometimes the scarcity mindset is killing you. And when you chase a woman, you're showing scarcity. You're, so, you're, letting, your, you're letting her know that you have a scarcity mindset. 
and then that's putting you at the disadvantage and disrespect. And then yourself, you're actually doubling down. You're actually telling yourself, educating yourself that you have a scarcity mindset. Okay. You can't do scarcity mindset out here. All right. Reason number two. If you have to convince her, you already lost. You, if, if, if you're chasing her and you have to be like, I'm going to show you I'm your knight in shining hour, armor. I'm going to show you I'm the one. I'm going to show you I'm better than all the men in your life today. Guess what? You already lost. There's a guy in her mind that don't have to convince her of any damn thing. She can see it. Guys, women aren't dumb. They know where the ticket is. They know where the next meal is coming from. They know who got it, and they know who don't. If you have, if you show up and she sniffs around and she doesn't get it, she doesn't see it, she asks you questions, she investigates you, she, she's just, mm, I don't, I, I don't really know. You lost, ninja. You... Take your ball, move on. You already lost. You're going to be trying to teach her. Well, you got to trust me. See, I'm a project manager at a human resources company. And what I do is I'm a, I'm a plan to start my business. Uh, I got potential. Uh, I'm going to blow up one day and, and you're going to regret losing me. Please. Now, that might be the case, but you wasting your time. You need to put your energy all into what you're doing until you get to that point, as they say. Women don't build, they wait at the finish line for the winners. But if that's called, that's chasing where you got to convince her, you just don't see it yet, but I'm the one for you. And if you stick around long enough and you help me build and we build a beautiful family and you stay in the struggle, we can't be mad at women that be like, nah, I ain't taking that deal. What you'll do is once you start building yourself up, you're going to find that woman. She'll come back and make herself available to you. By that time, she's going to look like Selena Gomez. When she looked like Selena Gomez at the Spurs game, when you was begging for her. Now she looked like Selena Gomez right now. <laughs> you're going to be sitting there like, oh, damn, now you want to act right? The reality is now that in the position you're in, you can go get Selena Gomez at the Spurs game. All right, last reason, number one, why you should never chase, that it should be the opposite. It should be the opposite, and it always is the opposite, despite the fact that women say they want a man to chase them. The men that they want, that man never chases them. And that man can do whatever he wants with her, whenever he wants it. It doesn't matter if she got a dude chasing her at the moment. She'll stop, lie on her back, rare part her legs and let you let that dude dive deep in her and he didn't do shit but say hello she's chasing that guy she's scrolling through Instagram um, um, looking for him she's DMing him she's text messaging him good morning she's putting a word in on him she's standing in the front of his mind and that guy's not chasing her. It actually does affect her a little bit. But she says, if I stop, I'm going to lose that guy forever. She's putting the effort out for him. And then if she ever gets him, one or two things are going to happen. She's going to be happy. 
then if that guy ever get rid of all his hoes, she going to lose respect for that guy. <laughs> See, that's the secret. Once that guy says, you know what? You've been chasing me for a good two years. You know what? I'm yours. I appreciate the effort. There's no turning back. I, you want me? Then you're all mine. You're all mine. I'm getting rid of all my hoes. And guess what? She's going to be like, wait a minute. There's nobody here. It's going to be fine for a little while. Then after a while, it ain't going to work out for her. She's going to end up taking advantage of you. See, it's a mental thing with women. A lot of the things that that young woman said, and I'll play it again, is called projection. Women have a hard time telling the truth. And thus, when you hear them say things, what you have to understand is she's talking about her. When she says she's strong and independent, that's what she wants. She wants a man that's strong and independent. She doesn't want to be strong and independent. When she says she's a boss, bitch, she wants a dude that's a boss. When she says you need to do this and that and you need to do this and show that, that's what she wants to show to a man. Right. That's it's it's opposite. They speak opposite. So what she's saying is, I want to find a man so valuable that I'll do this and make him feel like that. All right, let's go ahead and hear her again. Let's pop it up back on the screen. So just think about it. Whatever she's saying is opposite. Because everything she's asking for you to do, if you did it and you showed up today and did it, she won't respect you for shit. But she knows what she wants, and she's doing exactly that to the men, and it ain't working for her. She ain't able to get them. Causes a woman to lose interest. When you're not chasing her. I know. When I'm not chasing him. That word is bad for some men because they don't want to chase a woman. Now they want girls to chase them. I don't know. Girls chase the men that they want. I'm going to tell you this again. You will never see it. Girls chase the men that they want. It is without question. Every single one of them. They never sit around waiting for their Prince Charming to find them. They go after them. Let's continue. I don't know why that's become normal. But see, she mad. I don't know why we have to do this, but you do it. This the other way around. You want to make her feel wanted. You want. Yeah to make her feel like you're going after her you're haunting her basically if you do this you're gonna look like a goofball haunting her no that's what they do to you they haunt the hell out of you right what are you talking about this is what women do women are the stalkers women are the ones haunting you if you are a man and you haunt a woman it is not gonna work out for you at all it's gonna turn into a case because that's how it works. That's how our brains are. That's how our brains are programmed. We want a man to chase us. We want to know that he wants us. Yeah, of course. And that type of guy that she wants chasing him, chasing her, is the is not the dude that's coming out of nowhere that got to prove himself. It's the guy that's already proven himself that she wants to chase. All right. She wants that guy that's already a proven commodity to chase her. But she don't want the competition. She don't like the competition element. She 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 doesn't like the fact that the big boss ain't chasing her. Now, when your goofy ass show up and chase her, she's going to be like, ew. Because a man could want a billion women or a couple women at the same time. And there's not going to be a difference. I need to know that you're invested into me so I could give you and be your woman. She wants the easy route. I want an easy path. 
to the guy I want. All right. I know you got holes, but I need you to, as you have these holes, put the put me in front of them holes. Uh, that's what she wants. I know you got a hundred girls. I can see that, but put me in front and I'm all yours. <laughs> anyway. Because I want to feel like you want me for me to give you my time. That's just how it works. A man wants to know he's earning a woman. And nobody can lie about that. A man A man wants to know that he's earning a woman. A man wants to know that he's earning a woman. I'm going to tell you what. If you get to the position of leveraging options, you will always have women that want you. I mean, I know people don't think that. You can be an ugly-ass old man. And you will never have a, you will have a nonstop path of women making themselves available for your ass. Peeking, looking. Where he ain't got to earn shit, they already there. All right, but here she is. A man wants to believe. Now, when you don't have nothing, you got to be in this position. Earn what? Let's continue. And wants to feel like I earned this woman. And a woman wants to feel like he earned me. He did that work. He did what work? He did what work chased you. I mean, you know, this girl's a decent looking girl, Puerto Rican or Filipino. I don't know what she is. We could tell she's somewhat young and I will fold her ass. However, what am I getting for this? You know what I mean? Like what? It's like for me, I'm talking about CGA. What would I get from this? Now, she wants to feel like I earned that guy. She's saying it the opposite. She wants to feel like, wow, out of all the women he could have picked, he picked me. That's what she wants to feel like. One of the best questions you will hear that will let you know that you either have options or that the woman knows she's kind of outside of her league. Any of you guys ever had this question asked to you? This will let you know. Why did you choose me? Why did you choose me? That's when you know you're in a damn driver's seat. Anything you do after that, you fucked up. Like anything you do chasing her after that, you're messed up. If she says, why do you choose me? As this woman says, and opposite, she should be saying, I should feel like I earned him. If she says, why did you pick me? <laughs> she knows that you had other options. She knows that she's in there but she also knows at any moment she can lose her spot. She also wants to know if you're going to use her and discard her like toilet tissue, which you are going to do. But you're not going to tell her that. You're going to say, you my slow Tuesday. You my day off. You an easy ass layup. Now, if you act right, I'll keep you in this damn rotation. <laughs> All right. But she wants to know. How is she going to stay there? Why? Why did you pick me? Why did I get there? What, what What did you see in me? That's when you know you got her. That You don't need to chase nothing. She's in the situation where she's speaking opposite. She wants to feel like she earned the man. And she wants to feel lucky. All right, here we go. That's a traditional woman right there, okay? That is not a traditional woman. That's not this generation. You barely find these. No, that's not. She been she been giving up the she been giving up the crack just like the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she knows. Okay, I got this sucker. What tradition? What was traditional about that? There was nothing traditional about that. Okay, that's basically just a uh, pure woman uh, 
fantasy world. That's just pure woman fantasy world. Uh, the guy got to chase me. All right, dude, no, nobody worth his worth his salt is going to chase that woman. All right, nobody, nobody coming to get her. But if she makes herself and plays or makes herself available and plays her hand right and she makes herself available to whoever she wants, she can get him. She can get him. She, this woman could be a part of any guy's life if she played her hand right. But if she's waiting for a dude to chase her, she out of her mind. There's more of her. There's more of that woman than it is men of value. I don't know where she lives, but the, I can guarantee you, you can find another one like her in a matter of moments. But you got to have this mindset. The way you get here, the way you get here is free agent lifestyle. The way you get here, build yourself up. The way you get here, leveraging options, understanding, not having a scarcity mindset, not chasing, not chasing. Okay. All right. So let me get to these super chats, man. If you missed it, you missed it. Let's see here. Lee Smith, the monster-in-law, is masterminding it all in the background, and the simp father-in-law is too afraid to tell their daughter they're screwing over a good man, you bitch. you absolutely right. The monster-in-law, never underestimate your monster-in-law, and she will be smiling in your face the entire time, masterminding it, financing. She's fronting the money for the divorce many times, the monster-in-law. She's more, many times if you break up with a girl, and the monster-in-law could be even... You don't have to be married to have a monster-in-law. But many times if you break up or your relationship is not going well, uh, she'll be more hurt emotionally than the daughter. She'll be more embarrassed for her family than the daughter. The worst thing a monster-in-law can do, let me tell you, let's just say a mother, let's just say a, and a mother has four adult kids. And her four adult kids all get married. But in the midst of the marriage, her four out of her four adult kids that got married, two or three got divorced. Who is that a stain on? Is that a stain on the kids that got divorced or is that a stain on the monster-in-law? And many times, the monster-in-law will get blamed. They'll blame them. Well, you were interfering. You were weird. You were this and that. It's a stain on the monster-in-law because look, her track record is not too good. Her family cannot maintain other families. So it's a fact that that woman's going to be like, what, what's going on with me? Why, did, why are my kids not having successful marriages? And then you'll look at her marriage and her marriage will be effed up. Fubar, effed up beyond all repair. The father-in-law will be simping the entire time. The father-in-law will be castrated in his own house. The father-in-law will be subservient. And then she'll wonder why her kids' marriages ain't working out. And so that's why the monster-in-law will fight tooth and nail. Okay. That's why the monster-in-law will fight tooth and nail to uh, save face. You got to watch them, man. It's a bigger game. I have this game figured out. Most people haven't thought this deeply or have the experience to even teach you this. I have the game figured out. This is deeper than just two people who can't get along. It's way deeper than that. It's deeper than he cheated on me and I found out he had an affair. It's way deeper than that. It's deeper than I got tired of him not helping around the house. It's way deeper than that. You think those are the reasons people get divorced? Those are the copes for people getting divorced. It's way deeper than that. This shit been planned. There was planning, execution. There was all bunch of shit. 
It ain't that he wasn't washing dishes and picking up socks. It's way deeper than that. There's a whole bunch of shit going on. So people never ask a person why they got divorced because really they don't even know. They really don't know. They're like, well, I really don't know. And I caught her. I think she was messing around or I think he was messing. They really don't know. Abuse is not even the reason to get divorced. Abuse. Don't even let the person say, well, he was abusing me. Because this is what you have to ask him. Okay, how, when, how many times, where, what'd he do? Then you're going to see them shuffling. Well, he didn't really hit me or he hit me five years ago. Okay, wait a minute. He hit you five years ago. How many times did he hit you five ago? Once, twice, 15 times? Yeah, I 15. I got the pictures right here. Then you'll find out she had two whole kids with this ninja in that five years. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a damn minute. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Then ask him, did you hit him back? Did you start hitting him? Who hit him first? Oh, we both hit each other. Okay, man, get the fuck out of here with that. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? This is okay. So abuse, throw that off the table. You both were abusers. Throw that out. <laughs> what are we talking about, man? That there was no straw that broke the camel back. They were both abusers. They were both alcoholics, drunk, coke heads, weed heads. They both were bad for each other. They both had Trump. Get out of here. That had nothing to do with it. That wasn't the thing. He didn't just sock her once and she ran to the police. No. It's deeper than that. There's a bunch of bullshit that, that led to the divorce. It's never one thing. It's never, ever one thing. And it's never her fault and it's never his fault. It's both of their fault. And he got caught cheating because she was cheating. She was cheating. He was cheating. She caught him cheating first. Then she showed up fornicating with the neighbor. Mm. Out of here. You guys are stupid. <laughs> Man, it's never that. Never believe why. Oh, well, and he did this, so I walked out. No. Not in a marriage, you know. There's a whole bunch of events that happen. There's a whole bunch of stuff that goes down. It ain't just one thing. People are people are, are playing you for a fool. Lee Smith, he says, XX is step up equals you win. XX is fall back. You win. You win. Guys, you guys got the advantage out here. You got the advantage. And even women know it. They keep reminding you of it, and you never figure it out. The patriarchy, the gender pay gap, um, you know, the, the wall. Man, we got the advantage. It ain't even close. JC says, don't worry, guys. They watching you, too. You the prize. They watching you. Ladies, if you're here, they, they're watching you on Instagram, and they ain't saying a word. They ain't liking the, they ain't liking the video. They not liking your Instagram posts. They not commenting, but they watching. Maurice Jacqueline, thank you, brother, for that. Appreciate that contribution. Let's go over to Venmo, Cash App, and PayPal. And I know this, so I'm in a position now that I really be like, I just be out like, uh, uh, I just pull them off the shelf, <laughs> right? Pull them off the shelf. We got a whole bunch of stuff here, no government name. I had to make a I had to make another donation to the Free Agent Lifestyle nonprofit organization. Funny story, 
I'm on my third and last year of paying my ex-wife after the divorce, which is $27,000. And she asked me if we would ever consider letting her be a roommate. Wow. He says, no. You bitch. Yeah, bitch. Guys, man. When, wow. And let me tell you something, Mr. No Government Name. I can almost guarantee you she drug you for that money. She drug you for that 27K. Now, when the run, when the money start running out, she going to start playing nice. And you tell her ass, get out of my life. Guys, it's the same thing with child support. Your parent. Yeah. Uh, and, and we're going to talk about it from the male perspective. Your baby mama will use child support, alienate you from your kids. As soon as your kids turn 18 and they get close and there's no more rope for her ass, she'll start acting nice. Well, you know, don't you kind of wish it could have turned out better? She'll start acting nice and shit because there's no more rope, no more goddamn lifesaver. <laughs> All right. Start asking you for favors. Can I put you as a recommendation on my lease? I'm moving apartments. Can I do? Bitch, you can't ask me for she. Yep, somebody said my ex dead to me. Dead and gone. You can't ask me for a piece of toilet paper. That's it. You can't ask me for toilet paper. Not even one piece. Hold up for a second. The reason why I said that is because I got, I wouldn't give you one piece of toilet paper if you needed it. If you was on fire, I wouldn't piss the fire out in the absence of water. <laughs> Talking about become your roommate. After I paid you $27,000 by force, by court order, by gunpoint, I wouldn't give you a square of toilet paper if you were sitting on a toilet and no toilet paper left. <laughs> So, for some reason, they have the scruples. They have the balls to ask you that. Not even a one plot. Not even the gas station sandpaper as toilet paper. Absolutely not. You better find somebody else. But they don't, they'll have the balls to ask you that after they put you through all kind of hell and they run out of rope. Uh... Man, please, good luck with your life. But I'm gonna say this. Somebody says women nature is a class is a is of a classic narcissist. I'm gonna tell you this, ladies. I'm gonna tell y'all how to play this right. I'm gonna tell y'all how to play this right. And many of you will not be able to pull this off. Any of the advice that I try to give the ladies, for some reason, they cannot do it. I'm gonna tell you how to get pull this off. When the shit hits the fan and it goes left, stop acting like a middle school brat. That's number one. Stop trying to play the victim. That's number two. Just play it cool. Play it cool. Put your hands in your pocket. Mute yourself. This ninja will give you the world. He give you the world. He be like, my baby mom's cool. My ex cool. We broke it off. It, we we cool. As long as you ain't playing stupid games like Giselle and fornicating with your neighbor, right? If the dude broke it off, just play it cool. 
He'll give you over and above. He'll He's going to make you win. He's going to help you win. He's going to drag you across the finish line. They can't do this, by the way. Nine, uh, 9.9 out of 10 cannot pull this off. But when you do the kicking and screaming, the victim blaming, the manipulation, the narcissist, he the narcissist, he's the problem, the alienation, the child support, the force by gunpoint, drag him into court. At the point that he doesn't have to associate with you anymore. Yeah, the games with the therapist and the counselor. At the point that he hasn't doesn't have to associate you with you anymore, he will leave you homeless. He's going to leave you out on the street, and he ain't going to give two Fs. No amount of Oprah Winfrey and Ayana Van Zahn is going to help you get him to that level. Do not drag him into Ayana Van Zahn and say, well, she's the mother of your kids. I don't care. <laughs> right? Or she's your love of your life. Remember when you got together and you were in love? I don't care. I don't give a damn about nothing. <laughs> she she dead, as far as I'm concerned. She purely dead to me. Well, your kids should know that she loved the mother. No, she dead. As far as I'm concerned, she don't exist. <laughs> People are like, well, that's toxic. While well, I'm toxic. <laughs> right? I'll be toxic. So... Guys, they can make their own bed. They make their own bed. So just the reality of this situation is we. the first thing we got to understand is many times men have done nothing wrong. Men have done nothing wrong to get some of these things or they've done very little wrong. They've done very, the, the one thing we, we have to accept in our society, which we won't, it's always Jermaine's fault, right? See, this is the problem we got to get over. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. If we can get over this, then we can have a meeting of the minds. But what we tend to do is let the man just take responsibility for it. Just okay, just overlook it. She's a childish, petty little brat. I we get it, but still, be the bigger person. Be the bigger person. No, no, we, we ain't doing that, y'all. Hey, you the rapist and counselors out there, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that no more because we are equal now. We grew up in an equal society. We're not letting that fly no more. We're not gonna take the blame. When it was her fault or she was in her feelings or she was pissy or she was depressed or she was just on some shit. We're not doing it no more. Y'all want to be petty? We being petty now. We ain't being the bigger person. We equal now. If you're going to act like an idiot, we can go ahead and match that energy too. Right? So we, we got to get that. We got to get we, we got to have a meeting of the minds. That's why we have this space because dudes are tired of the bullshit. Dudes are tired of the bullshit. We're tired of being being blamed, blamed and dragged. And then all of a sudden they come crawling back when they ain't got no more rope. Acting like <laughs> acting like we should just forgive them. No, you ain't got no rope. You drown in the day. Sorry. <laughs> It is what it is, and y'all going to have to deal with it because this army is growing. This legion is growing. Men are waking up. Men are understanding and, and sharing now. We ain't dealing with it no more like that. We own this now. <laughs> All right.
Anyway, Miles is in the building. He says, my single mother hate my single mother's hatred. I'm sorry. My single mother hated the adoration I had for my father when I was young, repeatedly ridiculed me for it. Shout out to the coach in the coach game. Okay. Now, uh, the father's right movement, father's rights movement has something that they call for this. And we're going to share it with you right now. Father's, is it father's rights movement? Let me see if we can do this. Okay, maybe it's father's right movement. I don't know what it is. Maybe I could share it with you, but they're calling this something now. Maybe I can find it. Let me see here. Father rights movement. What is it called? Let me see if I can find it. They had a cool little meme that I wanted to show. Not a meme, but a thing here. Oh, shit. Hold on. Give me a second. Give me a second. I'm going to pull it up on my Instagram. Let me see. Father right. Oh, Father's Lives Matters. That's what it is. Father's Lives Matter. All right, I'm going to share you with this because they have something here. Father's Lives Matter. Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, They call it the Devouring Mother. Check this shit out. The Devouring Mother. The Devouring Mother. Look at this. Check this out. The devouring mother consumes her children psychologically and emotionally and often instills in them feelings of guilt at leaving her or becoming independent. The devouring mother. See, we got now, we got this space where we can share and we're realizing these jealousies that women have had. Your mother had jealousy of your father. Even if they were married, she had these things and they pulled this stuff off. All right. And people let them get away with it. Not only that, they aid and abet these devouring mothers. These psychologists and therapists support the devouring mothers. The court supports the devouring mothers. The La Llorona. And they know that these mothers are pure petty and jealous. The devouring mother, she selfishly loves her kids. That is the thing that they hide. I love my kid. You don't love your kid. I love them. But she selfishly loves her kids rather than selflessly as would be better for them. So she says, I love them more than you. So I'm going to keep them away from you. That's how I show love. But this is the devouring mother. This is not something to praise when a mother keeps the kid away and says, I'm protecting and loving them. This is devouring them. This is jealousy of them. This is her being what? Vindictive against the father and jealous against the father. And we're spreading this message. It says right here, she does so out of a sense of, quote, protecting them from the real world or even the father. But she's devouring them. And she's what? She's the psychological and emotional abuser. She consumes them. This is pure evil. The world lets them get away with this. However, in doing so, she doesn't realize that she, in fact, permanently is making them infants, codependency, as I call it, ever reliant on their mother for the rest of their life and incompetent when it comes to living independent of the world. The devouring mother. To do this, the devouring mother acts in a loving manner only when her children does what she wants. When the child says, I want you instead of daddy. Yeah, 
I love you. I'm going to shower again. Yes, you're going to do my bidding. When they do not, when the, when the kid says, but I want to see daddy, she punishes them, usually emotionally. Then she punishes them by acting in a hateful, cruel, and in the most extreme, even deletion. Where she says, if I can't have them, you can't either. We show you plenty of stories where they do that. Woman deletes kid in the custody battle. Fathers rarely do this. This would be the mothers. The archetype of the devouring mother is said to come from a place inside her concern, which is deeply afraid of being alone and afraid in the form of solitude of herself. This feat has driven her to seek the constant uh, constant society of others by serving them in doing so, uh, ensuring that they have need of her, and thus she will never be left alone. Right? This is the son husband. She's going to turn the son husband, um, and I talked about this in 2018, 2019. She turns the, hus- the son into the husband. She turns the daughter into a codependent friend. I'll never be alone as long as I have you and we have each other. And I show you love. Forget it. I can't finance you. I can't provide you any life advice. I can't direct you in the right path. But you'll never leave me. Boom. However, having served others in this manner for such a long time, the devouring mother has been has become controlling and obsessive in nature, sometimes even being driven to extreme such as violence and her need to exert their control over others and having and having either wait and having either thus preyed on her family and circle of friends and had her children in order to secure even greater control over others. The devouring mother becomes codependent. I've been telling you codependency is real. You guys still live at home with your parents many of your mothers, because she's codependent. She's created a codependent relationship with you. Now, don't move out. Stay here. Whilst her dependents rely greatly on her for their needs, just as she desires, she relies equally and even more so on them for her own controlling and emotional needs. Yep. Oh, I'm depressed. I need you. We need each other because we're all depressed. We need each other to support each other. You need to get a job and you can pay some rent. This is the epitome of control. Cultures have known this for a long time. This need within her becomes like a drug causing her to smother her children or the other focus of her attention with love. Hey, I love you. I love you. I love you. She suffocates them with love. And that's the only thing that she can suffocate them with. She can't suffocate them financially. That's your job, daddy. She can't give them a plan of life. That's your job. But you got to do it from a distance. Just be the wallet. Just pay up. But I love them. And it says doing so stifles their ability to grow and develop as independence, capable human beings within the world. This is love bombing. This is the only card they can play. See, I love them. But this is her not loving them. This is her devouring them. The devouring mother. This is from Father's Lives Matter. Okay, right here. 
This is La Llorona right here. This is what happened. This is, he says, red pill, no water. Guys, we're, we're a blessing. All of us content creators, whether we're beefing or not, we're a true blessing to the world. We're the modern day philosophers of the past. We're the modern day people who walked the earth, who wrote religious texts and all of these things. But we're not the creators of this. We're the new, new breed. We're the new breed. So support all of us content creators in ways that you can. We know we y'all can't give us money and all of that stuff. But support with likes, subscribes, follow. We all need that. Then I can support others that are coming that need a no, more of a voice as well. All right. But this is real. It's spot on. And everybody have known this. But American society has hidden this. Oprah, the media, all of them, the courts, the attorneys, everybody's playing against us. And we are the ones that's supposed to lead this. They keep telling us to lead. But when we lead, they can end up using it against us. But we need to return and take back control of this. We can't let Sierra run around here half naked and then they support it. Then want us to pay up. We got to call them out on that. Can't got to call them out on that. No, y'all can't be Christian wives doing this. And if they say they support it, they immediately should be people you disassociate with. My man Nick says being the bigger person got us nowhere, coach. Free agent lifestyle for life. I'll never be the bigger person, but I will be the leader of this ish. I will be the leader. I'm going to be the boss. I'm going to be the boss, but I ain't never going to be the bigger person. All right. Bigger the boss, but, but by definition, the boss is the bigger person. All right. But when you become the bigger person in society's eyes, you're the weak link. You're the one that's going to take all the blame. All right. Just sit back and watch them Lose out. Watch them lose out, man. They gonna, they're the ones losing out. Roberto Moreno, great topic, CGA. I'm facing this choice right now. Pursue, but don't chase. He says, by definition, if you're chasing, she's running away. By definition, by the very definition. If she's running away from you, she wants no part. All right, Roberto Moreno just stood up to two potential. He says, just stood up two potential sugar babies. 15 minutes passed, and I'll wait for them. He says, got is to do next. All right. And last couple here. And trust me, guys, there's going to be more. There's going to be more. There's more hungry, hungry hippos out here. All right. There's never going to be a shortage. There's never going to be a shortage of them. All right. I know this and I'm in a position where I can see it. And even if I get out of this position, I've already known. I've seen what I've seen. Jeremiah Franz has three. Then we'll end it on here. Behavior psychologist Jordan Peterson speaks much on the devouring mother and how they keep the children as a child forever independent and dependent, dependent on the mother and intentionally emasculates their boys, creating something that they'd resent in a partner himself. And karma's a bitch when it comes to this, ladies. If you ever do this to a man, your son will have it done to you in the future. So get take that. New, 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 new world order. And it's coming back full circle. He also says, at about 15 years old, I became aware of her tactics and began uh, began what was a 25-year battle against her. He says, I, always uh, I was always closer to my father, and throughout my 20s and 30s, she systematically caused so much damage to his and my relationship that none of us speak to this day. Sad. I'm the oldest and only son, 
which is why I say, quote, my mother is who red pill me. She showed me the deep nature of many women. Your first heartbreak in your life many times as a man, whether your mother is married or not, is your mother. She's the first one to teach you the true nature. And she does this by being selfish. She does this by many times disrespecting your father in your presence. She does this many times by blaming your father for her shortcomings. She does this by love bombing you. Anybody has to love bomb you. In fact, that's the only thing they have. You will find that people even let's just flip it from the guy's perspective. If a guy only has money to control you, that's all he has. Similarly, if a woman only has love to control you, that's all she has. Jeremiah Franz says exactly. We are the new breed and you are one of the leading godfathers. Many sound alike, but no one brings your vast experience. Shout out to you. Thank you, Jeremiah Franz. Shout out to you, man. Never go with somebody that only has one thing. The guy and the woman should be well-rounded. Woman asked for that. Well-rounded. He should be a father, also a provider, a leader. He should also have some emotional development and be able to do these things. And the mother can't just say, well, I got love. Mm. No, that is not going to cut it. That is not going to cut it. You also have to show other type of skills here. Uh, politicians, this is Sheldon, politicians, corporations, and society covers her, protects her. This is why I call society the aiders and abettors of this behavior. So let's just say you don't have kids, but you know single mothers. Your hands are not dirty in this. I'm sorry, your hands are not clean in this. You have aided and abetted single mothers from alienating kids against their fathers for decades, and you continue to do it by overlooking the flaws of the single mother or the flaws of the co-parents, you show up the court, you harbor their kids away from the fathers. You actually show up and pick up kids from school instead of the father. You don't forge relationships between the parents and the kids. You aid and abet them. You become a parent more to the kid than the father who's fighting to become a kid's part of that kid's life. You marry these single mothers and have the custody of the kid technically more than the father does. And you aid and abet the system for doing this against men. And you know that man wants to be a part of his kid's life, but then you use that against that male because you're so influenced and love bombed by the woman. Your hands aren't clean either. Your hands are 100% dirty in this, even if you don't have kids or a wife or have been married. Just by dating these single mothers, your hands are dirty. Just by being a daycare uh, sitter and a babysitter and a person that your hands are dirty too. So don't walk around here like, well, I ain't in it. Yes, you are. And if you are a taxpayer, you paying for this system as well. Yeah, boy, this was hard hitting today. This is hard hitting today. This is what people hate, but you can hate on it, but it's the reality. Hey, all of us are in this. I don't care if you got a girlfriend and you ain't in it. Your girlfriend knows somebody. Your girlfriend at knows somebody at work. You know somebody at work that is doing this. And you're all contributing 
to the degradation of society by keep blaming men or keep saying we're the hurt ones or we're the insecure ones or we're the ones you keep saying it is our fault, but you're the 80 or in the better in this too. You're just as dirty. You're like the people who say don't snitch in the hood while the criminals are running rampant. That's what you are. Progressive Wolfenness says, appreciate you and your message. Coach, you're the uncle I never had. Shout out to the coach game. Shout out to the coach game. All right, look, let's get up out of here today. You know they're going to be mad. New, 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 new. But it is what it is. Shout out to the coach game. Hit the like button on the way out, and we're going to be back Friday, tomorrow, for the weekend. It's got, is that time already? Wait. What that mean? Yeah, it's that time. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Uncle Earl says... Here comes the bankroll. Here comes. This is what make it all happen right there. That's what make it happen? This is what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth. I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. <laughs> Damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12 gauge double bear shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? Go who? You go don't want to be committed. <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs.